Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottles, and the boom shakalakas, baby. I am the captain. We are the sports brew. Throwing down on what we like to recall that old wasted Wednesday, man. Having a good time down here in the basement, doing a little Skype party, catching up. And that's right, celebrating with some tasty beverages. And, you know, I don't have a lot to celebrate these days as a Redskins fan, other than <laughs> I guess the season's over before it's actually over. That's not really anything new, but that's okay. <laughs> I'm sure Mark and I will have a fun time talking about Saquon Barkley's fantastic performance and how I mercifully DVR'd that game so I didn't have to suffer through it real time. People ask me why I DVR football games, crap like that is one of the reasons. <laughs> Reality, man. Football reality, brother. Anyway, let's go ahead and get everybody up in this piece so we can, uh, you know, enjoy the old Wasted Wednesday right, man. <sighs> you know what? Mark, I'll bring you in first, dude. Why not, man? You ready to hit your cue, brother? <laughs> yes, sir. All right. Three brew and fun, buddy. Woo! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Oh, I dig it, man! I dig it, Woo. dude, dude. Uh, so I know, I know you got to be happy about uh, about the W. And uh, Lord knows, I have witnessed some really, really ugly Redskins and Giants games over the years, and uh, that that definitely gets filed under fugly as hell. Good for you, not good for me. Uh, and like I said, I think I watched that game in in about half an hour. <laughs> I spent through a lot of that, but I guess uh, we'll delve into that a, a little bit, but. Um, I think again we have to just reinforce just <laughs> Saquon Barkley's like the, the the real deal, dude. You know, I mean we we've we've talked about it you know off and on over the past couple of weeks, but I just don't you know I know I know the Redskins were our dumpster fire that factors in, but that one handed catch, uh, it just uh, some of the runs he popped off the Jets that dude has, you know the cut division and and just popping off, man. I, you know if nothing else comes out of the season, you go we got that right. So, you got that Mass- massively, and and uh, yeah, I mean it, it was. I mean honestly, I I don't know. I mean I had fun watching it uh, for the victory's sake, but I mean it wasn't it wasn't an entertaining game. I mean, no, it, it's, no. it didn't take long to realize like God, this is just <laughs> no. this is just beating on a you know dead horse or excuse me, no. feeding a fed horse. That's right, like, feeding just, a fed horse. So, just, just, just filling his mouth somewhat. Uh, yeah, that sounds dirty. Um, it's just, uh, but, but, but no. I mean, it, it really wasn't, wasn't a compelling game whatsoever. No. Uh, very quickly. Um, but uh, happy, happy for the victory. Uh, and gosh, I mean, that was without Beckham. I mean, um, yeah. You know, that, that's uh, so. Yeah, didn't need him. Mainly, or, do what? Didn't, no, didn't need him at all. Did, didn't need him at all, man. <laughs> Uh, Coleman, Coleman, that's nice catches. Uh, I was happy to see Ingram get involved because, like, honestly, he's probably been a frustration for me that, yeah. that the Giants haven't been utilizing more. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it still be, you know all comes back to Barkley. I mean, just yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the fingertips catch was just another just highlight reel silliness. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, it's just every touch he makes, it feels like he could break it. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know. We we we've I've certainly <laughs> babbled about him I know. more than up on here. So so I'll mainly just reinforce that uh, he's his career is one that I can't wait to see continue to evolve. The, the fact that he's already this gifted, this smart, um, and uh, I mean I've, we've said it so many times, but I mean built like a you know freaking tank. I mean, I, those tree trunk legs, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. 
So uh, power he, he, and speed—that's that's a deadly combo. That it is. And, yeah. and, that's, um, and, and he makes for you know the the, the you know. Is it Visa commercials? Makes for some pretty funny commercials with, uh, with Eli. Those are pretty good. Yeah, that was funny. Oh, you're going ahead. How's that card work again? Oh, yeah. Boop. Oh, thanks, Rook. Yeah. Clever. So, and that's, but look, that's one of the reasons if you're a player, you know, if you're in a market like, if you're playing for, you know, in a major market like New York, you're going to get that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's, and that's part of the attraction for playing, you know, for one of those teams, one of those real big market teams is you have national recognition. And, there you go. Yeah. So he well, can, he I'm can, sure, he can I'm, probably. I'm sure, I'm sure New York and every New York fan everywhere has quickly come to absolutely love him, as yeah. as I've stated, and I'm uh, but one person. But uh, how long we waited for a decent running game again? Yeah. Um, he, I I hope he is a giant for for life, uh, and well, I certainly point, of anticipate, anticipate they will keep him well 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 paid, well taken care of. Yeah. Uh, there and and on the only side, other side thing I'd say um, is I mean e- Eli, you know, I mean maybe there wasn't a whole lot of you know fight in the Redskins, but I mean he, he put up another quality game. I mean I, I uh, efficient and and uh, you know without Beckham, uh, so again I I feel like I really hope that if a little more solidifying on the O line can happen next year, that we can get one more year out of him. I, I, I think I think I that's going to happen. I didn't feel that way at the beginning of the year, but no. now, I, now I do. No, I, I think most people, given the way the last year went and what the beginning of this year looked like, it was like, nah, hang it up, man. It's time. But, yeah. you know, and, and again, <laughs> it, I didn't want to get into too much too quickly because I have some thoughts in that game for both teams. But I, I think reality says you're going to see them next year. And if they play their cards right, as long as the offense funnels primarily through, you know, Saquon, I think it sets up the other people up. And I think Great. that, you know, Eli doesn't have to try to carry stuff. Nope. You know, and that's probably the wrong use of him at this point in his career. You know, be selective, be smart, and leverage your assets. And Saquon Barkley is going to be – Saquon Barkley and Beckham, those are your are centerpiece assets. And if, if you manage it, play call correctly, and keep Eli clean, you can certainly get another year out of him. And that just gives him time to really groom. Loletta, what was he, like 0 for 5 with a pick? You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, not quite ready. Last coming back. Yeah, not quite, <laughs> not quite ready. Um, no. But maybe you know, maybe he maybe he missed out on some PT when he was trying to run over the popos in his car or whatever <laughs> stupid crap he was doing. I don't know. But clearly, clearly they can they can expend some draft capital, you know, yes. trying to get trying to get another young guy. Anyway, that and certainly some offensive linemen. If they they got to get the linemen right, and they're going to be okay. Uh, but anyway, let's get everybody else in here. Oh man. Dude, Randy, George freaking Kittle, holy crap, man. Good gracious. Dude is legit. That tight end is a freaking beast, man. Uh, What a steal as a fifth round draft pick. Good lord. I don't even know where that dude played his college ball at, but holy cow. Iowa. Hey, hey, bro. I know this season also for you is relatively a dumpster fire, but my god. This team isn't quitting. I, I like the fact that they've got a lot of fight in them still, and they're just playing their hearts out, yeah. playing for their jobs for next year, pretty much. Well, I think I think I think Kittle. I think he's secure. <laughs> he's secure. He's good. Just just maybe. <laughs> he's just, good. You know, <laughs> he's good. You know, I mean, you do realize he that, has a roster spot. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they'll they'll be able to clear space, and you know, they're not going to throw him in the practice squad. He's not making making it down. You know, 
to the NFL equivalent of the G League, whatever the, these random <laughs> leagues are going to be. You know, he's good. I mean, Kyle Shanahan essentially apologized to him for not getting him more opportunities in the second half. You know that, right? Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I, mean, I thought that was uh, that was pretty neat, the, the fact that the head coach is like, you know what, you should have had the record. It's yeah. my fault. You didn't get the record. I feel bad for it. He, he fell four yards short, man. Four yards short of Shannon oh, Sharp's uh, NFL record. I was say, I'm sure Shannon Sharp is ecstatic that oh, he still course. has that record. Are you kidding? Second most, second most receiving yards by a tight end since 1970. Of course, four yards behind Shannon Sharp. I mean, my God, he had an 85-yard touchdown, which I think was the longest touchdown ever by a 49ers tight end. 210 receiving yards. I mean, just ridiculous. Ridiculous. Side note, um, he actually moved past Vernon Davis for the 49ers franchise record for yards receiving by a tight end in a season. So, Yep, first uh, 49ers tight end ever have 1,000 yards receiving. Mm-hmm. That's a, and, that, that's a and of wow. course he, uh, yeah, yeah. He, and, uh, Rathman or yeah, Brent yeah. Jones. No, none of those Brent guys. Jones? Wow, but, well, Rathman uh, was a fullback, though, right? That is correct. That's right. Sorry, but you know what, Shannon, you should be happy because he helped you beat Matt. Dude, <laughs> let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantasy! But if you can't stake your claim in real life, man, we got some fantasy football fun. Well, I don't, <laughs> but some other people do. Hey, Matt had Amari Cooper, so I needed that freaking performance from Kittle. Hell yeah. God, Cooper's been a monster at the back. You know, ever since landing in Dallas, that guy's been just a freaking stud, man. Who would have thunk it? Uh, I don't, I mean, you figure he's good, but I mean, my God. I mean, he's. Makes you wonder if he just played that poorly in (laughs) Oakland to get out of there. I don't know, man. But it's just it's hard not to look back and just wonder about the Cleo Mack and Amari Cooper trade and just like really? <laughs> I mean we, we felt like it then, but it just feels even more like it now, like seriously? You know, Malcolm Jenkins was talking about somebody back in New York, I guess because of the you know, the officiating in that Cowboys Eagles game, talking about that people back in New York if they're seeing that need to get off the bottle, but I think really you can direct that kind of comment at the front office moves with Oakland this year. And they fire Reggie McKenzie. What the hell did that guy do? Did he orchestrate the trades? I mean, what happened, man? But <laughs> giving that guy Das Boot. <laughs> they don't even have a stadium to play in next year, by the way. The Raiders don't even have an agreement for a stadium to play in next year. Did you guys know that? I didn't. I did Oakland, not know that. Yeah. And, and by the way, Raiders management, how? <laughs> how? <laughs> I mean. What, what How the, do you F that What up? the hell, dude? Oh, man. The, the Raiders pulled their $7.5 million offer to the city of Oakland for use of the Oakland Coliseum for next season. And, of course, the city is, is suing the team. They don't know where they're going to play. That's unbelievable, man. This is absolutely unbelievable. Somebody, somebody was saying it would be really great if they played in the Chargers old stadium. <laughs> I laughed. I don't know where they're going to end up, man. That's just so so bizarre. What a strange, what a strange deal, man. Look, you know dudes has to save money on those haircuts that they're getting. <laughs> that they're getting. Come on, man. <laughs> can, we, can, we, can we line up a place to play next year? Is that okay? Can we get that done, Mark Davis? Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, dude. Oh, Lord. I don't know that or maybe I don't know how the scheduling would line up, but maybe who knows? Maybe they'll be hanging out in what is it? Santa Clara (laughs) at at Levi. Maybe they'll play some games there. (laughs) Yeah. You'd like that. Wouldn't you? 
<laughs> oh, good times. I know Al Davis is rolled in his grave right now. Yeah, probably. Well, anywho, let's go and get uh, Shannon up in this piece, man. Since we're talking about the Raiders and the Niners, bringing in some California love, brother. How about that? Appreciate that. Dude, um, by the way, what kind of mojo does T.Y. freaking Hilton have against the damn Texans, man? <laughs> Good God. Uh, you, you didn't know he owns uh, NRG Stadium. I mean, dude, wasn't he like, was his shoulder bugging him? I mean, he had some kind of injury stuff leading up to the Here he, he just pops you know, pops off and blows up and hey, you know, nine for a buck ninety nine. Yeah, no know? big deal. I mean, I mean, he's no Amari Cooper, but I mean, come <laughs> on, <laughs> he's no George Kittle. In the yeah, first yeah, he's half, a, right? no George Kittle, but uh, <laughs> holy moly, dude, absolutely by the way, ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, goodness gracious, that dude, he owns the highest yards <laughs> per game for receiving yards in a game at that stadium. It's 122, and he, he dropped a buck 99. So That's amazing. He of course, said, he, owned, go ahead. he owns it even more at this point. Uh, he said, this is my second home, man. This is my second home. I don't know. Every time I come here, I just go off. I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> T.Y.'s performance gave him his 11th 150-yard game, setting a franchise record. Dang. Yeah, he's also topped 800 receiving yards for a seventh consecutive season, which is the longest active streak in the NFL. Not not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah. Even with luck, Aldi still did that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, and uh, I, Shannon, I'm, I'm guessing you tweeted it, but and I love that Eric Ebron, like Detroit versus Indianapolis meme, where he's like, you know, <laughs> pre roided up Captain America kind of deal. Yes. And, and then he's like full on captain. I thought it was great, man. Eric Ebron set a new single season touchdown record for the Colts with his twelfth touchdown, passing Dallas Clark. Okay, and wow. I believe he only had eleven in four seasons in Detroit. I mean, yeah, it's just what a, what a waste! What a waste! Stafford just didn't like him. I don't know why. Stafford yeah. just don't like the tight end position, man. I mean, well, dude's I, monster. It's clear to me. It's clear that Eric Ebron was wasted there, and I mean, and, and not and, us on a drunk night. No, <laughs> <laughs> and he clearly wasn't wasted on your fantasy team. Uh, no, no. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Anyway, anyway how well, does Kyle Shanahan not give George Kittle a five-yard outer in or something, something, man? Something, dude. In that second half, something. Come on, dude. Come on, man. Let's see if I can scroll. I had a note on that. Let me see if I can dig that one back up. That was pretty wild. I think it's just they got to the point where they were up and they were they were yeah, like, okay, let's try not to lose mode. I think that's all it really was. And they passed when they had to and tried to keep it on the ground for the most part. Mm. I mean, they could have thrown another couple 85-yard touchdown passes yeah, to 85 in that game. I mean, come on. Why not? <laughs> Yeah, help a brother out. I think one of my favorite lines from that game. Not only, I mean, the fact that you know Shanahan's like, "Yo, my my bad." I thought that I thought that was you know legit. But uh, and you know Nick Mullins placed the blame, the blame on himself. Uh, I like that young guy, by the way. I don't know I don't know how his career is going to shape up and you know what what he's going to turn out to be. But it seems like a it seems like a good guy. You know what I mean? Easy yeah. to root root for. But uh, Joe Staley, by the way. Got a catch. Just the third of his 12-year career, late in the first half, when he got his hands on a tip pass by a defender. Ended up being a, a five-yard loss. 
but you know Shanahan doesn't like he doesn't want his linemen you know trying to trying to catch it. he wants them you know bat it down or, or whatever he doesn't like him trying to catch it so uh, Shanahan said that he was going to get fined for it right because of the chance of injury on plays that's why he you know he didn't want him to try for the ball but I love this from Joe Staley he, he said it was a dumb decision but he explained it like this it's like telling me hey there's a pizza here don't have a slice. I'm going to have a slice. <laughs> you do you. Yeah, you do you, Joe Staley. You do you, buddy. You want to bring that damn thing in, you bring that thing in. <laughs> That's awesome. Anyway, I'm sure they, uh, if they get another crack at that record this year, and you never know, they might. Uh, probably not against Seattle, but. No. Uh, probably not. No, so, Seattle's trending in the right direction. Um, that is for sure. That and the, the you know the way they that damn team runs the ball, they can uh, freaking ball control you to damn death. Good lord! Whoever uh, they get in the first round, I do. I feel sorry for them. Dallas. That that's going to be a hell of a that, wild card yeah, matchup. That could be a, if it ends up shaking out that way. That could be a pretty good ugly game. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. Gonna be a that lot could, of yeah. bruising in that game. That could be one of those games, kind of like uh, you know that that Cowboys Eagles game was kind of hideous for a while, um, and then that fourth quarter just really opened. Man, that game turned into a barn burner. Let's be honest, the first half was pretty, but kudos to the Cowboys for uh, not choking one out. And I thought it was hilarious all the crap that the Eagles had talked. We're gonna go down there and make them choke. <laughs> not quite, friends. Not quite. What did they? What did they have that ball for? Like ten minutes, nine or ten minutes of the OT period, something crazy. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but you know, the Eagles had a lot of fight in them. It's just, it's not their year, dude. It's just not. It's not even close, man. They've had a, they've had a rough go of it. Although, Del, you know, De Filippo is available if they need to bring him back in. <laughs> Way to go, Minnesota. Well, it looks like they're gonna let uh, Carson Wentz rest it out the rest of the year too. Why you say I don't that? know if you, I don't know if you saw that tonight, but there's uh-uh. the rumor that he's going to sit out because of back spasms, and they may just rest him the rest of the season. My gosh, because they're not going to win that division. No. I mean Dallas is two no. up with three games to go. No. I mean, and you got the Rams this week, and he's he's hurt, and you want to put him against Aaron Donald? Nah. No, nah, I mean if your season's done, and you know if if you've come to a point where you've accepted that. For a guy like him coming off an injury, and you can make a, a reasonable case that you know he, he hasn't. I mean, he certainly hasn't played as well as he did last year. He's had some moments. I don't. I don't want to lay it all in the feet of Wentz. But if they don't think he's really a hundred percent, and they want to minimize the risk, I'm hard pressed to see that happening this week. But maybe it does. Uh, but there will certainly be a point in the season where you go, it's not worth playing him because if you get him hurt late. And that, you know what I mean? If he gets hurt late in garbage time, you know what I mean? It'd be like last year. Yeah. I mean, he got I, then you hurt get, against the Rams. And you go, yeah, you go. And yeah, I totally forgot about that. It was against the Rams. You know, yeah, then, you, then you go to the next year with the same problem. Yeah, you just you let him recover all offseason and uh, bring him back fresh for next year and yeah. get your running game going, maybe get some linemen and uh, just play for next season. I'd, I'd let, be surprised, but you never start. know. You never know. I, I, you know. I'm hard-pressed to see that happen, and the reps are important. He's a competitor. I'm sure he wants to be out there. But if he's going to be questionable, or, you know, if they got to shut him down, and sometimes, quite honestly, sometimes bad teams, he's obviously the centerpiece for them. And if they have to protect him, protect him. He's worth protecting. He's yeah. worth protecting. 
you know. So uh, he, I'm sure he would fight that, but I would imagine from an organizational standpoint, sometimes you just have to make the decision for the player and call it a day. Yeah. You know. I know Mark's going to have to ripcord uh, before too much longer, so there's a couple things that uh, we do need to get to. And uh, obviously we're going to spend a little time talking about <laughs> uh, the Patriots game. Uh, the Giants-Redskins will tie up a couple thoughts with that. But since we mentioned fantasy, I, I, you know, uh, I, I will say this about fantasy football. The end of the year is always wild. You know, it really is. And we had a, a great examples of that this week. And I don't know that there's a better example of fantasy blowing up in somebody's face than Derek freaking Henry. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Who <laughs> is the Titans roll the Jaguars. Homeboy, I mean, good Lord. Derek Henry, man. Derek Henry crushing out a 99-yard run, man. Stiff-arming people. Oh, look, I, I, you can you can talk about the Jags. Maybe they look like they quit. They went all Redskins on that one. I don't know, man. But look, it's it's the pros. Dude. It, you know what I mean? It's the NFL, dude. A ninety-nine yard run—that's a special thing. And when you Very rock special. a couple, when you rock a couple of stiff arms, and you look like you got power, <laughs> you got speed, you got nasty. Yeah, all the way down. And it, it wasn't even just that, dude. He had sixteen carries, two hundred thirty-eight yards. Franchise four touchdowns. Four touchdowns. He could have had a fifth. He could have had a fifth if he really wanted it. But he, he wanted to, you know, share the reward, I guess. Get some other people in. But just, yeah, how many people were kicking themselves on that one? <laughs> I think at least three of my leagues he was on the bench. <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd bet you on almost every league. I don't know what the percentage is for people that started them, but it's probably like underneath 20%. It's probably something atrociously low. Because, I mean, he's been pretty marginal for most of I drafted that dude in one league, and I, I kept waiting and waiting and waiting, and I was like, nah, help, screw it. <laughs> Cut him about midway through the season. And I, I'm sure if I had him, he would have been on my damn bench anyway, so it wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't have mattered. And all, all I would have done is hated him. <laughs> I hate you. You know, but, uh, no, the tweets were real fun on that, watching people just rage face and, you know, all that stuff. Because, I mean, just monstrous. But... You know, the, the end of the season is always entertaining for real-world football stuff, and then you get these, you know, outlandish sometimes performances from people. And, uh, you know, that's definitely one of the one of those that I'm, a lot of people miss. But kudos to the Titans, man, for handling their business, and kudos to Derrick Henry spreading the wealth a little bit with his teammates and the other running backs wanting him to get in there and, you know, eat as well. That's, that's a good look. I, I don't know how that, you know, I'm not saying that dude should be doing that kind of game every week, but I'm still – mystified by the overall body of work this season has been for him. It's just strange. Unless he's got some injuries that no, you know, nobody really talked about. I don't know. He's weird. Strange. Like Russell <laughs> Roulette it, with Tennessee, man. I know. I know. I know. That, that, that team can give you all garbage one week and then they can slaughter somebody the next. They're, that's a strange team. That's a strange team. That's for sure. Although they seem to own the Jaguars. For whatever reason. I mean, don't they? Isn't their recent history against Jacksonville really good? I think it's really strong. Yeah. I mean, I'm, you know, it, it, it's kind of a bizarre, it's kind of a bizarre thing. I don't know. You know, it's, it's one of the funny things about teams. You know, sometimes they just match up certain ways and you like, you go, how does this happen? And it just, they just have the right scheme and personnel. The way they match up, it's just in one team's favor. I don't know. And then it has to get in their head. But Derrick Henry, man. Absolute, just a beast. Good lord, 
I'm sure there was somebody that randomly lucked into having him on their lineup. <laughs> no doubt he single-handedly lost and won many games, primarily on the bench, but that's okay. Uh, anyway, <laughs> we mentioned it briefly pre-podcast, but Dolphins-Patriots, man, speaking of people that uh, just owning somebody, I don't know what I don't know what the bugaboo is for New England down in Miami. That's a strange thing. I think my I think Brady's seven and ten in Miami. That's got to be like one of the only places he has a losing record. It's the the heat affects the elderly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. It, it's just bizarre. And and there's something uh, uh, and there's something else that like some really funky outlier stat like Tannehill. Tannehill's record versus New England and Miami. I mean, it must be strangely phenomenal. Yeah, they've they've always <laughs> Miami has always done well against New England at home. Usually, that game's in December, and you know the Patriots are used to the cold and then have to go down to the warm and adjust to that. And it's you know it's just one of those just one of those weird things. It's like Brady and Denver. Like he's. He hasn't always done well in Denver as well because yeah. of the altitude. But I don't know, dude. I mean, it, it's a game. I know. What did, Belich- what did Belichick say? It's the NFL. Nobody died. <laughs> True story. <laughs> you know. Um, I, I, I did think dude, it was. I did think it was funny. By the way, Lindy breaking out pregame. Pregame. I saw him on Facebook talking about. Oh, it's a t-shirts and hats kind of game. <laughs> Not quite, bro. <laughs> You mean the Miami Miracle T-shirts? Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the Miami just, just Miracle kidding, T-shirts. No, yeah, it, it, it's, they'll it's clinch this week, I believe. It, yeah, no, they'll be fine, man. They'll win that division like they have for what seems like about twenty years. But the, yeah. the Drake escape, the Drake Ooh. escape covered sixty-nine yards for the winning score, the longest play from scrimmage to win a game with no time remaining in the fourth quarter since nineteen seventy. Honestly. By the time I was paying attention to football and seeing what was going on, I was kind of surprised at how feisty this game turned out to be. And kudos to Miami for that. And it's not just that. I mean, the last play is tremendous, obviously. I mean, that, you know, if you only watched one highlight from the game, I mean, that's going to be the highlight. But it's funny to me, and obviously, Mark, you and I were talking about this. It's perplexing on some level. For a team that consistently is so situationally aware to have a couple of moments in that game where you're like, really? <laughs> really? <laughs> you know, yeah. it's one thing, you know, to mismanage the end of the first half, which again, to me is odd because it just doesn't seem like something that's going to happen with any frequency. I mean, Brady missed Hogan in the back of the end zone. And I think that was, that was right after a blocked punt, if I remember correctly. Set him up with beautiful position, but he he missed Hogan, and then it, you know they were out of timeouts. It's third down, and I swear it looked for a second like he was just going to throw it away, but somebody was right by me. He just like he just collapsed down, like I'm not taking that hit. Boop, and just collapsed out. And then they didn't have a timeout. They run out of clock. But I mean, it's just you know, Kirk Cousins does that. Tom Brady doesn't <laughs> do that. You know what I mean? It was amazing to me. Yeah, it was, it's just it's just strange. But, you know, you have Goskowski missing the field goal, missing the extra point. You have that, you know, botched end of the first half. And obviously, Mark, your favorite use of Gronk ever. That, that's the one that I just I, – <laughs> I, I wish I could give 
Bill in a room and get in somehow, you know, strap up to something where he has to actually give an honest answer. I understand, and I say this with, uh, I'll give a, a, a tiny bit of, of grace in recognizing that, yes, it's much easier for us to judge these decisions oh, from course. here than, than and the, and the heat of the moment. That's that's fine. But the, do you really believe that Tannehill is somehow getting the ball all the way down the field where you need Gronk for a jump ball, which is the sole reason you would put him back there for that? It's not it's not happening. As we, we, we stated, it's the most. Mahomes and, and a few others are the only QBs who can get the ball down there and let him air like that. Otherwise, you have to know that they're, they're going to try some kind of trick play. Yeah, hobble, Hobbled Gronk is who you want back there trying to chase, chase somebody down. Now, yes, miraculous things have to happen for that to even matter. But oh, of course. I mean, that's the whole point. You have this play in place. You do this to prevent the miraculous from happening. And it happens, and there's no way in the hell Gronk is chasing. Down. No, it just wasn't. Uh, he was stumbling and bumbling. But I, I look, I love Gronk. Bad for him. Oh, oh yeah, I love Gronk. But Gronk. I mean, no, he he was out of he was out of his league on that one. Bad yeah. angle, tripping over the turf monster was getting him. You know all that stuff. Look, if they were at the fifty, makes total sense. Absolutely. But I, I don't I don't think anybody's you know counting on Tannehill to hoof that. I don't even remember what the yardage was, but seventy seventy five whatever. Um, yeah, they I mean, were at the 31, <laughs> but by the time you counter him having to drop back and then yeah, no. throw, it's going to be about 75 yards. Yeah, I mean, and, uh, you, I mean, to me, you're just better off with speed back there. You know, you're, just, you're better off with your, your regular safeties, corners, you know. Uh, if you give up yards. Sure tacklers. You, yeah, or, your... but, well, and it's not just a sure tackler, man. You figure if nothing else, you, you're going to have the angle. You'll just push him the hell out of bounds. Yeah, that too. Yeah, I mean, you don't even have to tackle the guy. You just can't whiff. You can't let him get past you on a, you know, without exactly. without really getting good contact and hands on him. I mean, you know, it, it kudos to the Dolphins. I mean, it, it really. I mean, it was an incredible play. Yeah, it was an absolutely phenomenal play. And Shannon, this one's this one's for you. Actually, Mark, maybe this is more for you. Seven seconds left. Tannehill will throw it, and this will end it. After the shovel, or will it? Miami running around, circling. Oh, look out! Gronkowski didn't have the angle! I mean, you knew it was coming, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, but of course. Uh, I mean, come on. I'll take that five billion times over the crying Jordans. We can do that no, to I, everything. <laughs> I, I love it. I'm, I'm totally fine. Although I, I will admit that uh, the other week when the when the Packers lost to the Cardinals, when somebody did a, a the whole stadium as a crying Jordan face, that one was pretty funny. <laughs> that, that one I thought was pretty funny. And uh, although honestly, you know what? We should really work on our Photoshop skills because how great would it be to have a um, a cry in Whitfield. So at any time the Packers do really badly, <laughs> and we just we just have a cry in like the cry in Whitfield meter. <laughs> Can you imagine how Dude. awesome would that be? Maybe if we ever like start our own like like merch shop, yeah, we could we could have you know crying Whitfield shirts. Mm, I could get down with that. Uh, I love this line, by the way. Tannehill talking about uh, obviously the last play and you know it's it's a freak fluke you know lot, there's a lot of things going I mean obviously there's skill involved in that too but uh, you know I mean a lot of things have to go your way for something like that to work out 
and it did. But I love this line in the post game. He said Drake runs a four three, and Gronk probably runs a four six or a four seven. So you feel good about that matchup. I mean. I Thank you, that. Captain Obvious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just thought it was funny, man. I just thought it was funny. But, you know, it's a surprise. Kudos to Miami. Uh, obviously gave them a better game than than I anticipated going into that. I always forget how tough they play them down in Miami. I always forget about that. But, that, hey, you know what, Lindy? I, I, you know, if they, printed, if they had already printed out the hats and the T-shirts, I'm sure there's some kids in third world countries that, no, I'm just kidding. Y'all get in the division. <laughs> It's not, it's not a Super Bowl loser shirt. But uh, also, uh, Randy, this one's for you, man. Uh, Frank Gore, by the way, ran for 92 yards and also had a 24-yard catch. He has 18,530 career yards from scrimmage, and he passed LaDainian Tomlinson for fifth most in NFL history. Wow. So, And he's within, you know, I don't know how long he intends to play, but I certainly think he's back next year. He's got a, a real a legit crack at Falk. Uh, after that, that's a whole other level to catch Peyton and Walter Peyton, Emmett Smith, and uh, forget Jerry Rice. Um, but I think he, I, I think he's going to get Falk if he plays next year. I think he gets Marshall Falk. Yeah, I mean, he just keeps adding to the, the his Hall of Fame resume at this point. Which I mean, at this, he might as well be a first, you know, first ballot Hall of Famer the way he's going. He's a he's a Hall of Famer. I mean, he he's going to get in productivity, longevity. Um, consistency yeah I mean fine he's not like maybe he wasn't the biggest star of this era and not that I'm merely saying stacking up stats get you into the hall but I I think he's deserving I don't know if he's first ballot but by the time he's done his numbers might just put him again numbers aren't everything but um, I think his his numbers are just going to be it's going to be too hard to ignore you know what I mean do you guys remember the knock on him coming out of college? Couldn't stay healthy. Yep. And what has he done in the pros? Stayed healthy. He stayed healthy. Yep. I mean, I think he had one year in San Francisco, and that was about it. But there were he, I think he messed up one of his knees, and that was, I think it was like right before Harbaugh came on as head coach. So, so yeah, I mean, it's pretty obvious he'll be a Hall of Famer. I, I, I. It's funny to think that, yeah, the first Niners game I ever see when we went to FedEx that one time and he breaks off that 70-plus yard <laughs> yeah. touchdown run, I literally looked at Justin like, this guy's going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That team wasn't that year, but, yes, he no. was. <laughs> he was. <laughs> he was, man. A hell of a career, man. I don't, I don't, again, I don't know how long he's going to play, but he's got a crack at it. You know, if he can be productive for another couple years, I mean, who knows? Who knows? Because again, it's scrimmage yards. It's not just rush yards. It's I mean, it's yeah. yards from scrimmage. So that you know, you can amp that up a little bit. The, I guess to top a couple of thoughts, um, it, Tom Brady did take ownership, which of course he did uh, on taking that sack on the final play of that first half. So there's you know, essentially, there's no excuse. It's my fault. Um, quote: You just can't let those things happen. It's definitely my fault. But I mean, that's what you you would expect him to do that, and he did. You know, it's just a surprise that he lost track of, of the number of timeouts that he had. So, yeah, Matt, Tom, it is your fault. Yeah, dude. jeez, jeez, <laughs> come on, gosh, it's not like you've won two hundred some odd games and don't know how to win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we. By the way, yeah. I, I I feel bad for Pittsburgh this week because I think we could all count on one hand the number of times the Pats have lost two in a row under Brady and Belichick. Uh, it ain't that many. No. Um, 
<laughs> that's a two-part thing number one uh i think it's hilarious on some really messed up level that their kicker goes for what looks like it's gonna be a you know good good position for them and the footing is gone like <laughs> i mean what the hell <laughs> what the hell dude ow what the hell man it's nfl it's one. an nfl stadium man the kicker like <laughs> the turf should be able to hold his plant leg you know what I mean? That's a terrible way to lose, dude. That is an absolutely abysmal, terrible way to you watch. You lose to the Raiders. <laughs> I know. They don't have a good history against the Raiders. It's one of those weird anomalies of sports. It really is. But to be fair, that wasn't that wasn't the only... I mean, he had another miss in that game. Didn't, didn't he miss a 39, 39-yard or somewhere along the line, too? Or He missed another one, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, because mm-hmm. I thought I saw that they were looking at uh, options to replace him. It's like, dude, given all the kicking woes in the league this year, good luck. But and I don't, and you, I mean, how much of that do you really put on Boswell? I mean, the turf gave like his plant leg could, wouldn't stay there. What do you want the dude to do? Right. <laughs> I mean, I don't Bad know, man. Game, dude. That that's well, a tough apparently one. they worked out Kai Forbath today. No, Cobra Kai. Go ahead. Good luck. Have good fun with that. that. Yeah, have fun with that. I can't slip it on a, a game, a potential game tying forty yard field goal, but still, uh, yeah. I mean, it's the Raiders, y'all. Come on, man. <laughs> you got to. You got to. I bet y'all fix that secondary. Yeah, y'all need to handle your business, man. Y'all need to handle your business. And I don't. They suck against tight ends, man. They <laughs> suck against tight ends, dude. Jerry, uh, Jerry, that's Cook, not good news. No, Jerry Cook lit him up. I know Gronk's not what he was, but uh, I think Gronk's history against Pittsburgh, his like his numbers against Pittsburgh are ridiculously good. So, and yeah, Shannon, you're right. The likelihood having that kind of loss where they're going to be pissed. <laughs> Steelers, I think, can give the Patriots a game, man. They're going to have a, they're going to have a tough time covering Brown and, and Juju. There's no doubt about that. But <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm hard pressed. I would just think the Patriots uh, they're going to be on point. We're on the Cincinnati, as they would say, right? <laughs> you know that kind Pretty of deal. Much. Uh, Mark, I guess any uh, any top thoughts as far as the game? Other, you know, again the the oddity of of Gronk being out there in that play just doesn't. I I don't get it. I don't, and it's not like you know. I mean, they they've caught criticism from a lot of people for that one because it's just it doesn't seem to make sense, and it's just it seems so unlike them to miscalculate in that way. Now, granted, if any of the guys that were were around him, I don't know how many people had a chance to either tackle somebody or knock somebody out of bounds it was several there were several several broken tackles there it should really have never even made it to Gronk to be fair and if it didn't we wouldn't even be talking about it but it did as a last line of defense and it didn't work you know what I mean? it was terrible yeah it was terrible yeah no I I, I think we pretty much covered it I I, I again great Miami certainly should not be yeah, you know, missed and, and and given credit here because, you know, they absolutely did what they had to do and and uh, you know the state they 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 always you know they they definitely love showing up and giving the Patriots a hard time. So bizarre. Um, but you know what? Just what an incredible finish. Um, and and yeah, I, I I would love to I would love to say there's an angle I can figure out about how that Gronk decision makes sense, but but there just there just isn't there isn't and there's no. No angle that makes any sense. Well, you know, the other thing with him is I just I don't I don't know why you want to put him out there for unnecessary risk 
Yeah. I just, I mean, you know, he's had a shaky year anyway from an injury standpoint. Again, if it's a clear Hail, Hail Mary spot, I totally get it. If they're at the yep. 50, I, I 100% get it. But in, in that scenario, it's just, I don't know. That one's strange. And given his injury history, and just I don't like that. But, you know, it's a little revisionist, a little hindsight, because it didn't work out for him. But, you know, kudos to Miami. Enjoy that, guys. That That's going to be the highlight of your season. Yeah, You know, yeah. The, the proverbial in-season Super Bowl. But you know what? Sometimes when it's a rivalry game, you take great satisfaction in that. That If that's their playoff, then they can go, you know what? <laughs> you showed up down here, we, and we got that – that crazy – that had to be so much fun. If you're a Dolphins fan at that game to be there for that, how fun was that for you? Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> oh, my Lord. So, uh, you know, when you're – when if it's a rough season, little victories go a long way, man. You know, they do. Oh, yeah. They do. It sounds dumb, but as a fan of, of teams that the struggle is real uh, this year – and as a, a, a very long-suffering Redskins fan, believe me, I've seen some real crappy years. And sometimes you're like, yeah, we beat Dallas. Woo! You know what I mean? And, and you enjoy that because the year sucks. <laughs> and you get, you get something that you can hang your hat on a little bit. And Dolphins fans, I don't know if you should be popping champagne about it, but you might sure as hell enjoy it. I would. I <laughs> sure as hell would. That's a, that's a great way to win a game, man. That's a great way to win a game. It's a terrible way to lose a game, but it's a great way to win a game. <laughs> yeah, that is for damn sure. But, yeah, P- Pittsburgh's going to have their hands. Pittsburgh better be ready to ball. They better be damn ready to ball because uh, New England's going to mean some business rolling down there, particularly given what that cost them in the playoff setup. That's a huge loss for New England, man. Yeah, I um, mean, you – as we were talking earlier, you know, Indianapolis beat Houston, which snapped their nine-game win streak, yep. drops them to nine and four. New England loses, drops them to nine and four. Pittsburgh loses, drops them to seven, five and one. That or sounds right. It is. Yeah. And it was just kind of a funky week for the AFC. You know, the Chiefs. You know, for all intents and purposes, I guess one more went well. I guess they got the Chargers, who are what 10 and 3 at this point and the Chiefs are 11 and 2 that's yeah, tomorrow if, night if, if, if you know, Thursday night football that's a big one because if the Chargers can beat the Chiefs you're Yo. looking that that's a huge one because then you you're talking about the number 1 you know home field being at stake right. and can can you imagine if the char- the Chargers get home field at that what is it like a 20,000 seat stadium or something <laughs> crazy can you yeah. imagine if the Chargers get home field at some rinky dink little joint, <laughs> that would be so... NFL's going to be embarrassed. <laughs> I know that would be an absolute riot. That'll be an absolute riot, and the likelihood this podcast is up before that game happens is is as the old zero magic eight, as, as the zero. old magic eight ball would say, outlook not good. It's possible, <laughs> but not only does that have to be up, but somebody would have to listen to it before that game. I'd say outlook's not good. That that's gonna be you know that's a Thursday night football game I'm legit looking forward to. Not a lot of those, but that's definitely one of them. Although it's a shame it's a short week because you know Spencer Ware is banged up. I don't even I, you know I haven't looked. Melvin Gordon still you know obviously uh, banged Game up. Time decision. I would love to see. I would love to see both these teams on a full week of rest playing this game. Yeah, you know, given that's the, why we. I'm sorry. That's why we hate Thursday night. Yeah. You get a great matchup, and then all these guys are injured, and you may not even get the best show. No, I, I you know, it, it's it. That's the problem, dude. 
you know, if they're both coming off a of bye, all right, screw it, who cares? But they're not. So I don't know if I would I would just enjoy seeing both these teams at a full week of rest and a full week of strength having this matchup. And we, you never know. We might get that in the playoffs. Anyway. Wow. But, but anyway, for San Diego, huge game for San Diego, man. If they can pull this off, they have a they LA, have a, dude. LA. Yeah, I know, my bad. I, I whatever. <laughs> I do it all the time, so you're fine. <laughs> the Chargers. I just need to call them the Chargers. The Chargers. Uh, that, that, the Chargers. The Chargers of Los Angeles of California. I know. The San Diego Superchargers. I know. Oh, God bless. <laughs> what are you gonna? I mean, what are you gonna do? It, it's, it's gonna. It's gonna take another year, I think, for for that to fully sink in. <laughs> Keep, it's like a lifetime. Who are we kidding? I know. That's okay. Keep correcting me, I suppose. Uh, it'll help. Eventually, it'll 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 uh, get through my thick skull that they're no longer in San Diego and they're not going back, at least for now. Uh-oh. Sorry, I thought I was going to have to sneeze there. Mm. Uh, Mark, let's do a little a little quick salute o'clock and we'll uh, wrap up thoughts on the Giants-Redskins and we'll get you out of here. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> Woo! Bless you. Ah, Bless you. Holy moly. I'm allergic to the Redskins season. <laughs> <laughs> well what are you gonna do all right uh so i'm i'm cranking up round one of the uh salute o'clock i've got my three notch goes to the 43rd apa delicious as always and shannon the hundo was uh barely survived the three snow days we've had <laughs> but i still had enough to make a couple of uh, uh mexico and hundred proof captain so nice i'm glad yeah, you've enjoyed that bro I, I, Buddy, I have. And the, Mex- the Mexico Cundos have been on point the past couple of days as I've been sledding. So, salute. Yes, what, sir. What you got, bro? Dude, I am rocking the Legend Brewing Quad tonight. Ooh. That sounds uh, sounds muy potente. It is very good. Very tasty. Yeah. Randy, what you got, man? I've got the uh, Stone Hop Revolver IPA. That's a solid. It's a good choice. Hell yeah, it is. Mark, what you got, bro? Uh, it is a, a rarity uh, in this household, but just a random craving I had the other day. I'm enjoying just a straight-up regular Guinness. Nice. That, that, nothing wrong with that. You know what you haven't had in a while? It's a magic oh. hat. I mean, maybe you've had it, but not on the podcast. Hat, yeah. No, you know, you're right. I really haven't. So I don't. It's funny. It's, it's one of those that I don't see it a lot in my, my local stores around here, which is... I got I got to I got to complain about that. We got, we got plenty of Sierra. We always have Dogfish Head, and but yeah, I don't see a lot of Magic Hat around here. You, you need to talk to a distributor, man. Yeah, love Sports Brew, man. Come on, y'all. Can we get some Magic Hat? Yeah, it's good. Call. I, I, they feel like they, they they carry some of the the multi packs. Yeah, but, but I I don't I don't just see straight up you know, and I, and I enjoy the multi packs, but you know, sometimes it's usually if I'm you know really craving it, I want the you know number nine. Look, multi multi packs are important. <laughs> they're important in beers. They're important in condoms. You know what I mean? Sometimes you gotta. It's a good point. It is right. It's a sampler pack. It's nothing wrong with that. Don't uh, be a fool. Rappy tool. Yeah, That's right. Yeah. Salute. Salute. Yeah. Salute. What's your PSA? Sports Brew PSA. More like a POS essay, but that's okay. Counts for something. Um, Saquon Barkley, by the way, I told you we'd type a couple thoughts with him. 170 yards, including that 78 yard touchdown run, surpassed 1,000 for the season. 
Uh, obviously, the, the Giants ended up beating the brakes off the Redskins 40-16. to His fourth touchdown of 50-plus yards this season. And I know we mentioned this before this year, but we're going to mention it again. Over the past 10 seasons, the Giants only had three 50-plus rushing touchdowns. In the last 10 years, dude has four this season. Ridiculous. Um, obviously, his, his average ends up being gaudy, 12.1 a carry. Um, and he, he's the first Giants rookie to break 1,000 yards and set a single-season franchise rookie record with his 13th touchdown, passing Odell Beckham Jr.'s rookie record. So, pretty notable stuff. Uh, also, his 12th, uh, 12th game this season with 100-plus scrimmage yards. Only one person has had more 100-plus scrimmage yard games as a rookie. Anybody want to wager a guess who it was? Clinton Portis. Nope. That's a good guess, but it wasn't Portis. He went off his rookie year. Um, yeah, he he was a baller out of the gate, man. Yeah. 80s. Hmm. What year? Just think 80s. Somebody, somebody 80s. Barry Sanders? Nope. Not Barry Sanders. Roger Craig? Nope. I'll give you a team he played for. Bo. Right. Bo. No, that, that's a great guess. Eric Dickerson. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. But Bar- look, he had thirteen. Man, Barkley's right up on that. He might get that one too, right? You know, I would think so. And because because uh, the the Giants, you know, they're they're playing like a team with some purpose. And um, we were we hinted at this earlier. And Mark, I said I had a couple things for you, but um, you know, Eli was talking about Barkley, and he said, "quote We're starting to figure out that kind of this offense runs through him." <laughs> Uh, and, and and maybe that's just you know you know he's being the smart quarterback you know what I mean he's saying the right things, but uh, quote you know he said uh, when we're running the ball well it just sets everything else it sets up everything else it sets up the play action and it sets up so much, and that's true and uh, you know uh, look uh, when a quarterback gets older sometimes you you just ha- you have to manage the game differently it doesn't mean you can't have moments where where you're you know chucking the ball down the field all that kind of stuff they clearly have some talent to do that with, but. It's very clear what Saquon Barkley is capable of, and he needs to be a driver of the offense because that's going to, at this point in Eli's career, it's going to help set him up for success. Run the ball, do it well, it's going to set him up. Okay? How many times have we mentioned that on this podcast? A ton. A ton. I and it's true. It, it and is. It, it, it's very clear. And again, I know the Redskins are a bag of quit, and it's, it's not really a, an ideal comparison for everything else. But you still have to play the game. You still got to strap up and go do it. And they strapped up and they did it. You know what I mean? And they freaking took care of business. And um, so you can't take anything away. That that 78-yard run was ridiculous. You know, just that cut, that run, the speed and the burst that he had. It's just gone, dude. It was just gone. Fine. Maybe it was poor defense from the Redskins, but it was still a hell of a play by him. Um, A side note, as far as I'm concerned, I don't even remember the last Redskins game I went to. I don't. Uh, but I can damn well sure tell you it's going to be a while before I go to another one. <laughs> <laughs> and as far as I'm concerned, dude, if you have any attachment to that franchise, vote with your wallets and don't go. I believe our last game was the playoff game, if I'm not mistaken, against Aaron Rodgers. That's the last one I went to. Yeah, that, sound, that sounds right. Maybe it was. I, think, um, I was going to say, I think that was it. Uh, vote, vote with your wallets. Don't go. Don't go. I'll do it. <laughs> Don't. I, I had a, I had a, a giant Giants friend from here in DC that was actually in the in the stadium and said he, he was surprised that the, the Redskins fans weren't being 
worse, to be honest, uh, in terms of booing. He said, you know, they, they, they really didn't too much, um, you know, other than, yeah, going into halftime and, and, you know, a little bit at the end. But but it certainly they were, you know, obviously clearing out pretty early. And Oh, yeah. I mean, it, I mean I, to me, the, I mean, I, I said it to Megan, like, I mean, if, if I were there, I mean, not only because I'd just be so disgusted by the performance, but also in the horrible weather, like, oh, God, no. no. How, how am I going to sit through this? I, mm-hmm. I, I sat through a exciting Giants-Skins game one time there. Um, um and, and nasty weather and it was still absolutely miserable. But my team getting destroyed. No, no going home. Sit through that misery. Uh-uh. No bad weather. Bad weather games. If your team's not playing well and the weather sucks, get the hell out of there. Do you remember that? Uh, I don't remember what season it was. Two years ago, three years ago. I don't. I don't quite recall. But there was a Chiefs Redskins game and it was the weather was terrible and the team was te- the Redskins. Were, they were not a good team that year either. I just don't remember what year it was, and I could swear like uh, obviously we're in market for them, so we, we get the game. I mean, you know, that's the game on Fox or the game on CBS. It's one of the games we're gonna get, and that stadium looked barren. You know what I mean? And that's how it looked in that game. It looked like well, there was a lot of blue in the in the in the stands, um, <laughs> which yeah, they probably got a good deal on tickets, man. I mean, hell, why not go? Side note, and I wouldn't have guessed this: the Giants are the first team in NFL history. To beat another team 100 times. Ever. Wow. And I was like, there's no way that that's right. Because in my head I was thinking, alright, well, you know, Packers, Bears. Because that's like, way old. I mean, Giants and Redskins have been around a long, long time. They, I mean, they have. They're, they're old franchises. We get that. Uh, but I was like, ah, the Bears and the Packers, man. One of those teams has to have beaten somebody, you know, 100 times by now, right? Nope. Nope. Nope, it's 97-94-6. Green Bay leads the series. Dang. Yeah, so fairly even. And I was just like, man, come on, y'all. I'll <laughs> <laughs> suck. Uh, Mark Sanchez, by the way, making his first NFL start since 2015. Uh, 1,109 days. And hopefully the last time he ever starts for a team in this league ever. Um, he was 6-14 of 14 for 38 yards, two interceptions. Didn't have a completion longer than 10 yards. He was sacked five times sacked five times behind a uh, offensive line is just in shambles uh as the redskins lost their fourth in a row dude blow it up blow it up man by the way i would like to thank the new york giants defense for helping me win my uh playoff game in the keeper league yep picked them up on sunday morning and uh yeah Rode them to to a one point win. Yeah, thank you. If I was playing that week, I would have had them. They they were by I, I don't know how many waiver requests I had this year. Not many, but I, I wavered them. I think I had the one. I wavered those mofos this uh, past week. Didn't do me any good. I ate my ass that, in that game anyway. But uh, kudos to you, Donk. <laughs> Enjoy that, and we'll see if anybody can somehow scrape together uh, uh, enough points to knock off uh, Mark's brother Matt, who has uh, just. Uh, I oh, man, if he doesn't win that, if he doesn't win that league, I'm still gonna be amazed. <laughs> I Guess be amazed. what, Justin? Be He's got me this week. Yeah, right. we remember the last time somebody named Matt was undefeated going into a semifinal game. Yeah, well, don't jinx it. <laughs> don't, I mean, don't I might it. have to pick up Joe Webb in that league. I don't know. Side note: that is hilarious that you picked up Joe Webb when you were playing Whitfield. <laughs> that about that about knocked me out of my chair laughing, man. That was funny. <laughs> Uh, spillover of that, dude, you asshole. You picked up Darren Sproles near the league, man. Come on. <laughs> That's right. Oh, oh, I chuckled. You took my man Sproles, dude. What are you trying to, you trying to, you trying to, you trying to do me dirty, man. Come on now. <laughs> I am, dude. I'm trolling. I'm trolling you, you are. by that. He trolled Whitfield <laughs> last week with Joe Webb. 
and he trolls <laughs> me this week with Darren freaking Sproles. That, that's Which funny. means Captain's going to destroy my ass. Nah, this <laughs> well, no, nah, my keeper league team is is damn good. Um, yeah, yeah, my keeper league team is good as hell. But uh, the other uh, other team, I just you know, sports league, man, just too many injuries. You know, no Gordon, no no Beckham. Man, that's just life. And then a whole bunch of people underperformed. What are you gonna do? It's fa- dude, it's fantasy, man. That's what happens, bro. <laughs> that's what happens. Crazy shit, dude. That that's fantasy football. At least I didn't get Derrick Henry. You know what I mean? Like whether I, you know what I mean? Like there are certain like uh, things that happen in fantasy football where you hate to either be the person that did it wrong or got victimized by. Derrick Henry is one of those moments, <laughs> for sure. I can I can only imagine you waking up going. 91 points? What the fuck? Mm. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Oh, no. You know, and if you're... On the bench. Yeah, and if if your league... Like, we have bonuses in our leagues for, uh, you know, 40-plus yard runs or 40-plus yard scores, stuff like that. So every escalator that you get, every bonus you get, that dude got. You know what I mean? He got got total yardage bonus. He got long touchdown bonus. I mean, no. uh, Yeah, he could single-handedly... Probably, um, I don't maybe not single handedly, but he would just about having having a performance like that just about guarantees you're going to win because the likelihood you lose when you have one of those rest of your team's got to suck, <laughs> or else whoever you're playing just everybody goes off. I mean, my God, but all, all fantasy babble, you know. Generally, people only care about their own fantasy league and their own fantasy team. Uh, that's generally the rule of thumb. So we don't talk about a lot of fantasy on the podcast. Uh, it's fun, and I think we can all share in misery. Um, oh, oh, Mark, if you didn't know, I don't, I don't know who started it, but I saw on Yahoo, and it cracked me up. Um, and somebody has a hashtag fantasy football, but like FF bad beats, and I thought that was hilarious. And I'm like, <laughs> that actually makes sense, man. You know, it's, it's you're not yep. betting so much, but you're dealing with it. It's your team or your opponent, and so it's fantasy football bad beats, man. I was like, dude, that's on point. I, that's hilarious. I totally get that. Because if you play fantasy football, you have either you know, somehow lucked into a point adjustment or some random play happens and you win. Uh, back when we used to have IDPs, occasionally some real weird things would happen and you'd have you'd pull out a victory off some like you know get uh, like some person getting credited with a sack or something really stupid. Um, you know, tr- strange things. Um, but or like you're you know. Uh, a quarter like a quarterback would throw a throw a pick, and like your wide receiver would get credit for a tackle. You know what I mean? So it was like right. it was strange if you did end up winning because your wide receiver got a tackle, <laughs> right? Or a fumble. Right, I'm talking about. I mean, I, I, th- yeah. I think that this year's you know the one week uh, that I had a running back. I can't remember who it was right, right now, but who mm-hmm. scored on the literal the, the last the last NFL play of the week, which is a meaningless two point version. Yeah. Him getting that two point version yeah. put me like point five in the lead to, to win for the week. That's, that's funny. That's nutty. That's hilarious. Yeah. I mean that's you can't you can't script that. So your opponent, uh, fantasy football bad beat. Go uh, for sure. You boost <laughs> if, them. If he, if, if and then it's a funny thing, I mean he may not have noticed depending on how close he was paying attention to the points, but yeah, if he did, yeah, that's a horrible beat. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Hey, I got I got Whitfield on that last Diggs forty eight yard pass, yeah. man. <laughs> nice. That was a hell of a catch. In the fourth quarter how about that? of all things. That's funny. That's, that's funny. Uh well Mark, I know you oh. gotta go, man. I think we've uh, already right. we've actually pushed past your uh initial reported time. So I'll give you the floor for a second. Any kind of wrap-up thoughts, uh, Giants, Redskins, or anything that's happening with whatever, baseball, Duke, Mets, I don't know. 
your exit, your, your, your exit, your exit strategy, your exit convo, sir. Exit strategy. Well, I, I always love uh, highlighting stuff coming up. I think we, we pretty well covered it with Giants, Redskins. Uh, that was just gross uh, and really, honestly, not that enjoyable uh, once you got past the beginning, uh, at least from a competition standpoint. But uh, Barkley, Barkley, Barkley. I always, but I always like to highlight something upcoming. And yeah, we, we, we already touched on it uh, briefly and might touch on it some more. But Chargers, Chiefs. Thursday nights, which I guess this this won't be may not be up before then, but it might I, be. I, I, we'll see. I, I hope I hope people are tuning in. That that could be a great game. I, th- I think you know you you had your hesitations, and I, I mean I always view the Chargers, especially Rivers, as somebody who who loves to you know steal uh steal defeat from the jaws of victory. But they're getting it done right now, and uh, uh, I certainly still favor the Chiefs, you know, for a lot of reasons. But the Chargers are legit, and I, I'm I'm really excited to see that game, see what can happen. So I think that's uh, that could be a supremely exciting game. But uh, yeah, other than that, I uh, hope everybody's having fun with the uh, fantasy football playoffs, and wish everybody luck. And uh, yeah, have a good week and a good weekend. And Mark, I, I will leave you with this, sir: the New York Football Giants playoff scenario. I just want you to know <laughs> it's there, dude. It's there. Sure. All right. So the Giants have to, number one, Giants have to win out. Tennessee, Indy, and Dallas. Now, Dallas might be resting. You never know. They may not really need anything. Who knows? But Tennessee's going to be a tough game, although Tennessee can be trash. Indianapolis, that, that's going to be the tricky one, I think, because the, they still got to fight for the playoffs. I think they're still going to be fighting for seeding and position in playoffs. They need the Packers to lose one of three. The Packers are at Chicago, at the Jets, and they have Detroit. They can lose to Chicago for damn sure. Mm-hmm. They need the Vikings to lose two or three. The Vikings are, uh, they play Miami, they're at Detroit, and then they have Chicago. They can certainly lose to Chicago. Detroit's hit or miss. Who knows? Right. I, but that's, it's not impossible. Yeah. They need the Panthers to lose two or three. They play New Orleans, Atlanta, and New Orleans. And given away the oh. Panther, given away the Panther season is, they're they're dropping they're dropping two of those three. Yeah, they need the Eagles to lose two of three. The Eagles yeah. are playing the Rams, the Texans, and uh, dumpster fire garbage with the Redskins. So they really need to lose to the Rams and the Texans. Okay, <laughs> well, and if they're resting Wentz, that's a really big possibility. Oh, of course. Absolutely. And they need the Redskins to lose two of three uh, guys. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> And the Redskins are playing at Jacksonville, at Tennessee. Yeah, keep your fingers crossed. The Redskins are playing at Jacksonville, at Tennessee, at Jacksonville, having getting having just gotten embarrassed and having the mini buy, as they like to say. After I hate that, by the way. So Thursday night football, we have our mini. It's not a buy, dude. It's either a buy or it's not. Um, <laughs> you just get some extra days off to make up for the fact you played on the short week. But the the Redskins, they need the Redskins to lose two or three at Jacksonville, at Tennessee, and Philadelphia. Um, doable. So I'm not saying it's going to happen. Of course. I'm just saying there's a chance. Of course. And the <laughs> only thing I'll say in response is, I mean, you know, what, 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 how much do the Giants, you know, have they shown in the past how much they love getting the sneak into something as the extreme underdog? So if all that ridiculousness happens, yeah, NFL better watch out for the what's going to happen. Yeah, man. Playoffs. There you go. There, there's the D, there's the D stat we know and love, dude. If you, I tell you what. <laughs> Can you do a parlay on all those things happening? Can you, can you do that? Uh, I, 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 there's got to be somewhere. I mean, certainly you can you can bet on teams, you know, making the playoffs. Here. I wonder what they're like. I'm gonna what their, I'm their gonna send you odds the, are right now. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd I'd happily throw a 
a few bucks on it for Here fun if go. I can find a place to bet it. I'm going to say I hear, hear DC is actually very close to, I think, getting yeah. that uh, legal betting happening. So I, I, I sent the link to you so you have the all the information. I think I, just for fun. I appreciate it. I think you should do that, dude. <laughs> I'll, I'll look it up. I'll see where I can, if I can find something. Well, why not, man? Why not? Give why, it a shot. Why not? You know? It's fun. You might as good well. Mo- good, 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 mo- good mojo. Yeah, have some good mojo on that thing, man. <laughs> anyway, uh, go get some rest, bro. It's good to catch up, see you a little bit, and uh, yeah, enjoy the rest of the season, man. Absolutely, brothers. Peace out, y'all. Have a good night. All right, late. Hey, you too. Late, hey, bro. All right, man. As always, uh, keywords of sports and brute. You can find us on iTunes and Stitcher Radio and our home feed on Podbean. We're gonna take a quick break. We'll be back, wrap up some thoughts, and then uh, we'll get the hell out of here as well. All right, we'll be right back. All right, had to stretch our legs for a couple of minutes, but we are back. Certainly have a couple of uh, you know NFL thoughts to tie up and a few few more games to touch on at least. And then uh, who knows? We haven't really had a lot of shenanigans tonight, so maybe we'll have something stupid to get into. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> oh my gosh! I have to ask real quick: yeah. Was it just me, or did Mark actually pay Philip Rivers a compliment? He, he did, did, which is strange. He did. The rage <laughs> face, man. Are, are we sure he's feeling okay? <laughs> Remember that. Look, they, they've gotten medicinal in the district, so and that could <laughs> be it. This is true. <laughs> Anything could happen. Although even he did even get his Patriot shots in. So he did get his Patriot shot in. Maybe, maybe. maybe that's what it helped. You know, just yeah. Had somebody else to give grief. Yeah, give grief to. Good for the not San Diego, but L.A. Chargers. <laughs> I always want to say when I see L.A. Seattle, I want to think L.A. Clippers. And then just like, ah! <laughs> ah! You said mad. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Kawhi. <laughs> that dude's balling this year, though. Uh, dude, man, Raptors, uh, yeah, look out, man. How about that? Hmm. Side note, did you see that goofy story? I'm trying to remember that pitcher's name. I have it somewhere. <laughs> I like confidence, man. You know, with, with pro players. You got you got to love confidence. But did you see that thing with Adam uh, Adovino? I hope I pronounced his name correctly. Basically saying he would just strike Babe Ruth out every time. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> he said, quote, Doubtful. I had an argument with a coach in AAA about Babe Ruth's effectiveness in today's game. I said, Babe Ruth, with that swing, swinging that bat, I got him hitting 140 with eight homers. You know, but the best part was, the be- best part was this. I'm not trying to disrespect him, you know. Rest in peace. You know, shout out to Babe Ruth. I like how he gave him a shout out. But it was a different game. I mean, the guy ate hot dogs and drank beer and did whatever he did. It was just a different game. <laughs> yeah, and if Babe, Babe Ruth were alive today, he trained the way they train, and he'd be smoking them anyway. Yeah. I mean, if he's hitting them that way drunk, I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, that's like going... <laughs> That was the deal, man. The dude, you know, maybe that was, you know, how like when you bowl, you have a beer curve, you know what I mean? And so, you, yes. if you hit the sweet spot bowling on your beer curve, man, you're like, you're like on. But uh, once you get on the wrong side of the beer curve, man, it's like your game gets disastrous. Maybe babe, or cornhole, yeah, or <laughs> cornhole's a more relevant contextual example. But you know, maybe Babe Ruth just knew his his beer curve was swinging the bat. You know what I'm saying? There he just go, had it man. down. 
But uh, anyway, he can said, you imagine his inner drunk monologue at a, at the plate? Oh my gosh, probably fantastic. <laughs> maybe he wasn't really pointing. Maybe he was just trying to maintain his balance. Or maybe he saw a beer man, you know, a beer vendor in the stands that he wanted to catch up with afterwards. Uh, I mean, who knows? But the hitting coach was saying that Babe Ruth would hit 370 with 60 homers, and Adovino said, "I'm like, I would strike Babe Ruth out every time." Dude, I love the confidence, and it is a different era. I get it. I totally get it. It's very, very hard to, to cross compare eras and today's game you're right is very different but I'm hard-pressed to imagine that one of the all-time greats if you gave them the benefit of what they do in the modern game wouldn't be at least moderately successful you know what I'm um, saying you- like it's just like, why why are you going at Babe Ruth dude are you trying to get some new curse dropped on you <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why are you doing that, man? That's the way to do it. I mean, you can break out some Sam Jackson or Arnold at any time now. I mean, for real, bro. Of all the people you're going to go after, man. Shut the fuck up! Come on, bro. Exactly. Who else are you going to throw in there? Willie Mays? You crush him, too? I mean... Willie Mays Hayes, man. (laughs) Willie Mays Hayes, buddy. (laughs) 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 I just thought that was strange, man. Hey, he's no Rick Vaughn, okay? <laughs> just a bit oh. outside. I don't know. I'm sure it, it, maybe there's like some simulators somewhere where you could you know, have a little fun with that. But I, I think there are legitimately there's arguments to be made, like picking up entire teams. You know, I, I mean, yeah, like an NFL team from like modern era NFL team would would wax. You know, a team from the 60s. Yeah, You know, the size is different, the speed is different, the training's different, the schemes are different. And I don't think that's a fair comparison. I think what's more relevant is to, you know, you think about the players that were great. And, you know, a guy like, I don't know, Fran Tarkenton. Or, you know, insert any number of people that... uh, Wilt Chamberlain's a great one. That's an old school guy. But if if you could drop Wilt Chamberlain in the NBA today and give him the benefit of modern nutrition training, you don't think that guy could still dominate? You don't think Bill Russell could still show up and play? You don't think Babe oh. Ruth would adjust to the modern game and still and and still maybe he maybe he's not as prolific, but come on, dude, give me a break. Yeah, I mean, not, like, not just Bill- not just like it like a great, but arguably one of the all time period flat out one of the best ever, and that's the yeah. guy you're gonna target. Come on, man. <laughs> and he's not even allowed to defend himself, like. Shut the fuck up, man. I don't Seriously. know. I, I just thought that was a strange one. I just thought that was a strange one. I, I did love this one user comment was, uh, who is Adam Adovino? This is what exactly. Ha- this is what happens when they legalize cannabis. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was hilarious, man. I thought it was absolutely hilarious. But uh, I, I don't know, man. I think I think I was trying. I had a couple of different articles pulled up, but they were talking about one of the things that's real different now. His big hitters have gone to pretty light bats, you know, because they, they, they want bat speed. And, like, Babe Ruth used a heavy-ass damn bat, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to say it said, like, 52 or 54 out. I mean, it's like a like freaking tree trunk out there crushing but things. Let's, let's but, also remember, back in the day, the stadium home runs were much longer than they are today. Uh, I, it depends it on was, the stadium. It was, yeah, but... It depends I, on the stadium. I'm pretty sure. Well, I mean, obviously not Fenway because Fenway's been the same for almost 100 years. But for the most part, I mean, like the old Yankee Stadium back in the day was what 400, 
feet or something. It was something I, ridiculous. We, we'd have to cross check that. I, I'm not 100 percent sure. Um, I, I think there are some stadiums that were pretty friendly to uh, guys that could hit the long ball, but you know, Randy, maybe. you have an 85 shirt on. Is that a George Kittle shirt? I wish or is it that was. A, oh, it's Nintendo. Okay, yeah, it's I, Nintendo. I'll say yeah. I was like 85 for 85 for Kittle, but I didn't know. How about that? And I read one really interesting article on the Washington Post, and they and they made the um their their argument was that Babe Ruth, if you're going to give him like a modern day player comparison, they basically made the argument that Ruth would be kind of like Pujols in today's game. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And and they built a case for that. Now whether you agree with that, it's not really the point. But to to act like he would just be incompetent at the plate, I thought was. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Yeah, different game. It, I mean, I guess if you took him straight out, out off the hot dog cart and the beer and threw him <laughs> at the plate against them, yeah, maybe he's going to strike out all the time. But come on, man. Anyway, just thought it was interesting and strange. That is strange. I uh... Don't go after the Sultan Swap, man. Come on. Nah, hey, can't be going after guys after they're dead. <laughs> and uh, you were right, Shannon. Back in the, the the 20s, it looks like the average, like the left field line was 345, left center 401, center field 453, right Jesus. center 371, and right field 318. You know what? To make it fair, to make it fair, Ottavino needs to crush the same number of beers that Babe Ruth probably had to do <laughs> on an all-night bender and then showing up to play games, crushing hot dogs. So, you know what? Forget just taking the him throwing you know bringing him to the modern thing. Let's make Adovino do the Babe Ruth diet and then get out there on the mound and see how he does. <laughs> you know what? That dude will be look like that dude in the video with the Irish girl. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <falling> down. Yeah, <laughs> crushing beers and then he passes out. Uh, side note for random uh, baseball players: Jose Canseco, by the way, offered to be the pre- offered to be President Trump's next chief of staff. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, that, that that's right. Uh, Actually, you know what? I'm all for it because that would be must watch TV. That would definitely be must watch TV, man. I'm all for it. You know what? Jose Canseco, chief of staff. Let's do it. Here's his quote. Hey, we'll little, do it live. Yeah, but here's the quote from Jose or the tweet from Jose Canseco. Hey, little buddy, at real Donald Trump, you need a bet. <laughs> You need a <laughs> you need a bass brother for chief of staff. Although he said chief if staff, uh, got a secret reorganization plan already. Also worried about you looking more like a Twinkie every day. I will buff you up daily workouts. DM me. Yes, we can, Seiko. <laughs> oh he, man! What the hell is he smoking? Like Hans and Franz. I know, dude. And, oh lord. Oh, thanks for the laugh, Jose. Thanks for the laugh, dude. He may have had a little Jose uh, while <laughs> tweeting that. I will, I will buff you up daily. Dude, hilarious. hilarious. And he'll do it live. And he'll do it live. Shannon, you are determined to get Bill O'Reilly to say, say his piece. That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. And we will leave you with a, I can't do it. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can. I'll write it and we'll do it live. 
fucking thing sucks. I was thinking, like, for Ottavino, like, legit, man, this whole Babe Ruth, Ottavino, like, story. Was there ever a more appropriate time to break out a little share? <laughs> I mean, really? I'm just saying. <laughs> well played, sir. I thought that's where you were going to go at first, but it's okay. You, you stuck with your guns, man. You stuck with your guns. It's no hate. No hate. I needed an F-bomb drops, man. Yeah. You wouldn't give me the the Y earlier, so. Well, can't win them all, but, uh, you know, hey. Ow, excuse me. Ow. Yeah. That quad's kicking my ass right now. Well, that's okay, man. Bel- Belgian quad, right? Sir. Yes, sir, man. That's all right. Uh, Drunk it, second half. Let's do it. Look, Babe Ruth. Look, Babe Ruth, man, stroking off the lawn balls. You said... <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yes! <laughs> there, it's back. It's back. It's back, yes. baby. It's back. <laughs> oh, good times, man. Good times. Okay, let's let's bat a little cleanup for the week, man. Bat a little cleanup for the week. Let's let's scroll up here. Let's see what we got. Packers, Falcons, eh, whatever. Packers yeah. won. Yeehaw. Players game. Phil or Joe Philbin, right? Yeah. How do you use both your challenges within the first two minutes of the game? <laughs> it, it's the it's the it's the it's the look, bro. It was the challenge two minute drill. I mean, good for him, I guess. Got them both wrong. <laughs> Didn't win. And I, Unsuccessful. And I'm sure it just sounded better in his head when he was thinking yeah, about probably. it. Probably. Probably. I mean, dude, like uh. I get you want to win the game, but dude, you lose your challenges in the first two minutes they didn't need them <laughs> they didn't need them they, i mean this is true it is atlanta this year yeah it, atlanta's terrible and you know again uh, packers fans and, and i'm one of you but don't read a lot into that game the falcons are terrible hey um, can we get julio paid yeah i'm sure can it, we th- get this man his money maybe i'm sure atlanta. by the off season i think they'll They'll give him what he wants. Hey, look, Indianapolis has got plenty of cap space. Come on, now you can't have Ty Hilton and Julio Jones. Get the hell out! And and uh, who's the other guy you wanted? Uh, Le'Veon Bell. Get the hell out of here, man. Just stop. Hey, over a hundred million in cap space, bro. We got the money. Come on, we're man. good. We're good. You got a pair. Well, then who the hell else are you going to sign? If because that's pretty much how much cap space is going to take to get both of those guys. Hey, man, cap's going up. I, I think the last time I saw the number, the cap was going up to like a hundred ninety-four. Ooh, uh, we're good, dude. We're, yeah. We got plenty. They got cap room. They got cap room. But uh, look, Rodgers had a good game. Uh, Randall Cobb reappeared. We'll see if uh, you know. <laughs> we'll and see if that lasts. Probably. Uh, look, I, I think a more accurate test. I, I know you know you had the bounce back post McCarthy deal, and look, the players gave Philbin a game ball. I, that was a nice gesture, but you know, I mean, the Falcons are crap this year, dude. They're crap. Uh, so it was nice to see the Packers play well. It was nice to see the offense be productive. The run game was good. The pass game was good. Uh, hell, we got a pick six in there. You know, they had their moments. I, I think the more it was, it was a good bounce back game for them. Enjoy that for what it is. Rodgers, by the way, hit 359 consecutive attempts without a pick, uh, which broke the uh, league record previously held by Tom Brady, which he had 358 uh, back in 2010. <clears throat> so that was pretty good. Obviously, got some football fisticuffs when Brian Poole tagged Aaron Rodgers going down on the slide. The players, should, I mean, you guys got to know better by now. Come on, man. You can't you can't go laying the lumber on a sliding quarterback. It's a bad idea. Uh, and for a team that's got to be frustrated like Green Bay is, and for how critical Aaron Rodgers is to their team, you can't you can't go laying the wood on a slide and Rodgers and not expect some football fisticuffs, dude. 
that, yeah, that, there, there's a few quarterbacks that you can't do that to. Yeah. You know, Brady, Rogers, Breeze, yeah, Mahomes at this point. Mm-hmm. No, no, can't you, do it. You take a cheap shot on Mahomes, man. I bet, I bet that whole team's gonna fight you. <laughs> there's like no Shit, way. Cream dude. Hunt may come out and just beat them. Oh, sorry, that's too soon. Yeah, yeah well, <laughs> you know. that's right. I almost made the joke earlier that the, uh, you know, I felt bad for Adrian Peterson being stuck on the Redskins and. The only thing he, you know, he might be beaten would be his kid, and I, and I. But I was like, I can't make, you know what I mean? I was like, I can't do it. Damn. I can't do it. I can't Damn. do it. Because I was like, that's just too mean. I mean, I know I, I just told you what it was, but like, I couldn't, I couldn't just drop it in there. I just felt that, bad that's about that, it. That's that Hundo Captain talking. Yeah, right that's there. that Hundo Captain. That's <laughs> that Hundo Captain talking. Too, too soon. <laughs> yeah, too soon. Hmm. Speaking of the Chiefs and the Ravens, man, that ended up being a hell of a game, by the way. That was a fun watch. Yeah, that was a and, fun watch. And that's another one of, uh, that I'd love to see a playoff rematch. I don't, I'm not saying it's going to happen, uh, but that's definitely that was that was a fun one. And you know, we talked about it a little bit pre podcast, and and we've mentioned Breeze, you know, the whole Breeze for MVP race, and, and I really think it comes down to Breeze and and Mahomes. Um, not that I don't love Todd Gurley. He's had a hell of a year, but I, I took the Bears absolutely smothered the Rams, man. Oh, and I, know, I look, I know it's a cold weather game, but what did Gurley have? Twenty eight yards. Uh, uh, I mean, it's just terrible numbers. Um, they were just all over them. But uh, Chiefs Ravens just incredible, and Mahomes just continues to do just Mahomes things. I mean, You're right, twenty eight. Yeah, I mean, just by the time you factor in. You have the ridiculous play, which yeah, it was only seventeen yards, whatever. But that no look pass to Demarcus Robinson was mm-hmm. completely obscene, just completely obscene. So it's Patrick Mahomes or Magic Johnson? Out yeah, there? I know. What's I mean, going on? yeah, this is the thing with Mahomes. You can talk about uh, you know coaching him up and all these things that that it's the right way to do this, the right way to do that. But every once in a while, you get a guy, you know, or a player that just had they're so talented that they do things that you can't really coach. You know what I mean? It's just what they do. They have they have an innate ability to make plays and to do things and to go beyond your scheme and to go beyond plays that you're used to seeing. Patrick Mahomes is the kind of guy and the kind of player that is going to you know bring about – you're going to see players doing that. That's going to become an accepted norm. I'm not saying other people can do it well or do it as well as him. That's not what I'm saying. But – what you're going to see is more people are going to try to do some of the stuff that he does. How much success they have is a different story. Okay, that's a different issue. But kids are going to gravitate like crazy to Mahomes and his play style, and some of the and they're gonna they're gonna sit there in the backyard and they're gonna try to no look past the football. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna that's gonna become a thing. Do you, do you know? I mean, think about how many people one hand. I'm not saying one handed catches didn't happen, but Odell Beckham does a one handed catch. Everybody goes bananas, and now it feels like you see it routinely. Because guess right. what? Pe- people start going. They, they emulate it. You know, they emulate it. They practice it. They work towards it specifically, and that's a thing now. Patrick Mahomes is the kind of guy, the kind of player, and the kind of quarterback on a good team. That, that obviously people want to see that they want to watch him play. And every week, it feels like every week he has a throw where you're just like, good God. You know? The cannon do that dude has. 
just it just it, it, it's amazing whether he's on the run, whether he's scrambling out of the pocket, whether he's throwing across the field from hash to hash. I mean, just there, there are things that he does that you'd think a coach goes, no, don't do it. Don't throw, don't throw. Okay, great, great, good throw, good throw. <laughs> I don't know how he pulled it off, but uh, there you go. Holy moly, you know. The I mean, pass, the pass, the hill on that fourth and nine, I was just magical. I mean, he's going to his right mm-hmm. and then throws across his body, and then Hill accelerates to the ball. Yeah, and guess it was a forty-eight yard gain on fourth and nine to get on filthy. Because if he if he drops it or if it's knocked down, that's the game and the Baltimore wins. Yes, and, and I mean, what a moment for both of those guys. Hills hurting because he hobbling, you know, banged up knee and then a and then his heel and mm-hmm. and and Mahomes who's you know is fighting all game against that Baltimore defense. Just it's one of the better throws and plays I've seen in a long time. He does in a clutch. Mm-hmm. I mean the the gene the clutch gene was phenomenal that day. Dude he he, he is the absolute anti Kirk Cousins, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> I mean for it's all, not even close. Yeah. I mean uh, you know, and I, I don't mean that to disparage Kirk, but you and know he's likable too. He's very likable. Oh of course he's likable. And he and he's got a, a wonderfully distinctive voice. So which is also fun. But, I mean, just to come up big in those moments again and again and again and again and again. Uh, look, we know that we know the Chiefs have a lot of offensive skill position talent. We talk about that. But, I mean, Mahomes is just – his arm is so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. Um, I love this article. Um, I was looking at – and Peter King had this snippet. I, I still think it's weird that Peter King's with Pro Football Talk it's just, it, or NBC Sports. It's just weird to me that he's not with SI anymore. But uh, he had this headline that said, "The Man uh, man Myth Mahomes. And it was a, a line from Andy Reid. It said, Sniper Vision. Patrick's got sniper vision. He sees like a great fighter pilot, and you, ju- you can't coach it. You can't coach it. Uh, they were talking about, obviously, you get these, you know, Andy Reid coached Brett Favre way back when. And... I think people some people probably forget what Favre was like in his prime, and that was a good. Now, granted, he yeah he was turnover prone and he had some big moments that went bad, but you know Favre was just super entertaining to watch because he could just do things that a lot of other people just couldn't do, and he could throw it in ways that a lot of other people just couldn't do or wouldn't do, whatever it is. And so this this part of this piece. This article that Peter King's talking about, obviously, Andy Reid is talking about Favre and just Mahomes, and I, you know people are going to make some comparisons. And again, I'm just I'm just <laughs> almost speech rendered speechless about some of the plays this kid makes. It's just phenomenal to me. But here's this line out of this article: uh, because Mahomes was far from his prime spectacular Sunday at Arrowhead. You know, in this 27-24 win over Baltimore, the kid can throw from every angle with accuracy. Over the top, three-quarter, pure sidearm, even no-look jobs. He's got some Omar Vizquel in him. Fitting that last month when I talked to his dad, former big league pitcher Pat Mahomes, he told me these weird and accurate throws are the same types younger Patrick would make playing shortstop as a Texas teen. Crazy. It's just amazing, man. It's just, it really is just, it's just amazing. 
you know, I'm looking at the 2017 draft. Mm-hmm. He was a 10th pick. Cleveland passed on him. Chicago passed on him. Mm-hmm. San Francisco, Jacksonville, Tennessee, the Jets, Chargers, Panthers, Bengals, and then 10 to Chiefs. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could you could sit here and make an argument that four or five of those teams, because Cleveland's got their guy Baker. Right. Chicago's got their guy right now, Mitchell. San Fran has Jimmy G, but he did they didn't acquire him till middle of the season. Right. Uh Jacksonville, good God. They could have used him. Oh my uh, can you imagine Jacksonville with him? Woo. Oh my God. See, I don't know because they're such a run heavy team. I, I honestly believe Mahomes being under Reed gives just gives him that extra edge does. because of the type of coaching. It's of course the it best fit. Andy Reed is a quarterback guru. And he's in the best situation possible. Hey, look, he even made Donovan and Ab look good. As far as you know what I'm saying? You know what? That that look, is a Patrick, very good point. Patrick Mahomes is so good, he even had a Donovan McNabb tribute in that game when he dribbled the ball off the dirt. That was a fumble. <laughs> Chiefs Chiefs ended up falling on a fumble. But he did a McNabb tribute just for Andy Reid in that game. It was amazing to me. Oh, that's terrible. But, look, Andy Reid's done a lot of good things. And, again, I, I think he got run out of Philadelphia. Maybe, you know, maybe the expiration date hit. That's fine. But, yeah, it, that's a great situation. And it is always a fair point to say, would somebody have the same success elsewhere? Coaching, personnel, organizational fit, they do matter. They absolutely matter. And Mahomes is, a, is in an ideal situation for him. And that's true. But, to me, if his talent is of, of what it clearly is, has shown itself to be this year, then he was going to have some degree of success virtually anywhere. You know, how much success? You don't know. Maybe there's more turnovers, whatever. But, you know, the joke with Bortles was that they didn't want him to pass at all. Well, with Mahomes, you'd clearly want that guy throwing a damn ball. Uh, yeah. Um, for sure. But from a developmental standpoint, he got mentored by Alex Smith when Smith was still there last year. And, it, yes, organizational fit, coach fit, scheme fit. Player development, the supporting perfect, talent, supporting that he talent has around fit. him. Yeah, a lot of that, a lot of that's true, but I mean that that guy's arm talent and ability are just they're just through the roof. Um, and th- here here was that that piece or that line specifically with Reed uh, in this Peter King article. He was saying we went back to the far days when he was the gunslinger's quarterback coach for a time in Green Bay. History is repeating. Quote, I was lucky enough to coach Brett Favre, who was able to throw it from every angle possible. I've seen it done before, but now I just go whoa a lot during the games, as you did. You just have to remind yourself that it's a football in his hand because he does it so easy with grace. Certain guys just know where everybody is on the field, and he has that. He can just go on a play, and he sees. They talk about Ted Williams in that field. He's got that. He can see everything and feel everything. I mean, that, that's a hell of a statement. That's a hell of a statement. We know Brett Favre didn't see everything, or he wouldn't have thrown all those damn picks. I love Brett Favre, though. That's one of the few people I actually have. That's one of my few player jerseys I actually have. And I don't, well, Favre I don't, also liked to <clears throat> see if he could throw into double coverage and throw through people to get to his receiver. Yes. That, that's true. Uh, <laughs> you know, well, there's a reason they call him the old gunslinger. And he was, he was definitely willing to sling it into coverage. You know, Favre's arm was so good he could get, get away with a lot of things. And he did, but he, did. he paid a price at times, too. But it, it, I think that's, you know, it's reasonable to think about Mahomes, you know, just being willing to, to – he's fun to watch. 
That is a guy that legitimately you watch a game because you want to see what he's going to do. Yeah, that doesn't that doesn't mean every throw is going to work. That doesn't mean it. You know they're they're going to win all the time. Although this has been a hell of a season for him, but you know again I cycle back to and, and something we were talking about the MVP. You know as much as as much as I've thought this is Breeze's year. Every week that goes by after Breeze had that tough game against Dallas and they kind of had an ugly win against Tampa Bay. Look, I, sometimes you got to win ugly football games. I get it. But I, I just feel like Mahomes is ticking that meter like towards him every week. It's just a, a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. That's going to be a really tough MVP vote, man. Uh, and Breeze is deserving. Absolute, Breeze is 100% deserving. But... I'm not going to be shocked in any capacity if Mahomes ends up being a league MVP. I mean, especially with them losing Hunt, if they uh, get the first overall seed. I mean, if they beat the Chargers, I guess they do get the first overall seed because they would have beaten them twice and lead by two games with two to go. So, I mean, who's going to if they beat the Chargers? Who's going to catch them? No one. So, I mean, it's over. Well. If the Chiefs were to lose two games and the Patriots win out, then I guess the Patriots would end up being the one seed. But I what's the I, likelihood of that? Uh, zero point zero. I zero point zero. Look. Oh, and uh, for just some, for some shiggles, mm-hmm. Christian Bell says President Trump thought he was actually Bruce Wayne when they met. <laughs> so that's a headline I just read. That's great. Uh, that's got to be fake. <laughs> That's CBS hilarious. News. Oh well, yeah. Depending on, uh, I guess, which side. Um, Maybe. Let's see, Kansas City. <laughs> um, but, but they've got the next two games for them are actually really difficult. Um, obviously, we got the Chargers tomorrow mm-hmm. night, but the game after that is at Seattle. That's a tough one. And then they finish at home with Oakland. So I give them. They ain't losing all three. They're not. They're not losing to Oakland unless they're resting people. Even, I, but honestly, I'm gonna pull for the Chargers just because I I want to see the tie. I want to see the I want to see how it unfolds yeah. in the end. Because I was actually pulling for the Ravens just for that very reason to make tomorrow night's game that much more impactful. Well, I guess mm-hmm. later tonight's game at this point. But yes, I, I I just want the idea of both teams being tied, the same record going into the game tonight would have been. Just absolutely amazing because it's essentially all for the all the marbles. It, it's that's well, how, how I was just so excited about it's, it. It's still damn relevant, and you know, again, yeah. kudos, kudos to the Ravens, man. They and they were up twenty four seventeen in the fourth quarter. I mean, the Ravens yeah. were up on them, and, and they 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 played. They made some ballsy calls in that game. They went for it on fourth down. I think that was a touchdown to the tight one of the tight ends. You know, yeah. I mean, the Ravens played some ballsy football. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Shannon, just because the soundboard's bad doesn't I mean we have to play it every time. You said balls. I'm just Make it up for lost time, bro. You idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking about the touchdown to Max Williams? Max Williams. There you go. Yes. There you go. But it, it, but that's the thing, man. If you're gonna yes, <laughs> if you're gonna take down the Chiefs, dude, you better be willing to take some calculated risks and be aggressive. Because you you know, and the Ravens defense did a hell of a job. And I, I, look, some of what Mahomes did were incredible throw. The no look we talked about. The you know, obviously that across the body running across the damn field throw to get the the first down on fourth and nine. I mean, it's just amazing. And um, by the time they get to OT, they they rocked Lamar Jackson, man. Woo hoo hoo! 
they put a hurting on him. But RG three, uh, by the way, bad haircut, bro. <laughs> bad haircut, dude. I don't mean to pick on. I don't mean to pick on your hair, but man, how, I, bro? Come on, man. You get. You gotta get. You gotta get a little attention on that on that dome of yours, dude. You make enough money, guys. but Come I mean, on, he put that throw there for Willie Sneed. He did that. That that was a damn fine throw from RG three uh, to put that ball where it needed to be and on fourth and whatever that was. That was not a short fourth down. Twenty two. Yeah, yeah, I mean that that was that was a big one, and and that was, that was on right point. at the sticks yeah. too. Um, and that was just that was fantastic defense by the Chiefs DB. Um, although Snead got a hand on it, that would have been a really that would have been a tough ass catch, but it was doable. But the ball was where it needed to be. But just defender I, I, was there just a smidge early just, too. But. Yeah, yeah, he hooked the arm just yeah. a little bit, just enough. But you're not getting you're not getting that call in Arrowhead. No, you know what I mean. You're, you're not getting yeah. that call in Arrowhead, dude. This is not happening. It's not Dallas Eagles officiating bad. It's not that level. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. I don't um, think anything was as bad as. Those two calls. I don't that want to think terrible. about that. It was, it was terrible. By the way, how archaic, how bad is an NFL rule if they can't, if they say there's no clear possession out of a pile, but the whole pile is, is it's all players from one team? How can you say there's, that was, what? What? Stupid. How can you not modify that rule if the whole pile is one team? Of course they get damn clear possession of. What the hell kind of crap is that? Uh, they want Dallas in the playoffs. Oh, my Lord. And how how does how does Dallas Goddard or Goddard 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 how, how does that dude get dinged for a cheap ass offensive PI and get blowed up in the head? So they call a really lame ass offensive PI call, right? They don't call anything for dude getting tattooed in the noggin, <laughs> getting uh, his helmet ripped, getting off. getting his helmet blowed up off. The, what was that? There was a ad magazine ad years ago, the Unreal Head Blowed Off Kit. That's what it was. I mean, dude, dude gets crushed in the head, man. The helmet flies off. No flag there. No flag there. No flag there. But they sure did flag that offensive PI. Now, the Eagles scored in that drive anyway. But, that dude, that was an incredible play. That was an incredible play by Dallas against Dallas. That was that was fantastic. But a couple of crappy calls, man. Yeah, maybe, maybe they want him in. The NFL uh, conspiracy theorists love those kind of things because it makes it look like they have like there's like legitimately something going on and, and they're encouraging scenarios i'm not saying it's happening but i am saying when you watch enough games there are calls at times you go huh huh really i think it wouldn't it would, i don't think mm-hmm. it wouldn't be so bad if it wasn't for the fact that dallas seems to get these a bunch of these non-calls that are clear just Absolute. They, there should be a flag on the damn play. Hey man, Jerry, that payroll of Jerry Jones must be pretty good. <laughs> you know, Jordan Reed's like, yeah, thanks for the concussion, assholes. Yeah, seriously. Uh, I think Jordan Reed might be done for the year. By the way, toe injury. Uh, I, yeah. I don't know I, if he's. I, I don't think they're going to play him. There's no. And they shouldn't. Too. And they shouldn't. They're not. They're not going anywhere. They're not going anywhere. They shouldn't. But uh, anyway, um, and didn't didn't Bunker miss? Did he miss one or two field goals in that game? He missed something. He missed. He missed. He missed, he missed a fifty-two and a forty-three. Yeah, that's right. He missed because he missed the one that was end. That was the end of regulation. Yeah. that sent it to overtime. Yeah. Oh man. I and Lamar you. Jackson was like, "Oh, I have another shot." Yeah. No. And then they really then no. they lit his ass up, man. Oh, oh yeah, Bucker. How are you missing a field goal after Justin Houston gets that strip sack and fumble? Come on, man. How? 
How, How do you mess that up? Bro. Bro. Just for Shannon. How do you fuck that up? How do you fuck that up? By the way, Lindy did tweet at us, and he said the same thing about Belichick. He should have. He should have. It's just questionable. It's just odd. It just it, That's one of those things where it, you, you just don't expect them to do that. Nah. And to get it wrong. You know, and to get it wrong a couple times in the game. But it's, you know. I, I think it's just one of those situations where you're so smart, but you overthink the situation. Yeah, probably. It's it's like Nick Saban with the one second at Auburn. You know, he's trying to get that extra second and begging for it, and then they get the kick six. And you know, it's just one of those things where you're just you're so smart that you just overthink the situation, and he should have just played his prevent defense and called it the day. Probably. Clearly, Belichick was thinking that it was going to be a hail mary. That's all I think. Yeah, I don't think he was really expecting a short dump off and then pretty much lateraling to. What the eventual conclusion? No, I mean it, it, it's it. That's just a broken, ridiculous bag of Herculean hero ball. At the end, I mean, you know what I mean. It's just it, you can't really plan for that. Yeah. Uh, Travis Kelsey, by the way, seven catches for seventy-seven yards and another touchdown becomes the first tight end in league history with at least eighty receptions and one thousand receiving yards in three consecutive seasons. Not bad. Uh, Mahomes, by the way, joined. Uh, <laughs> Hall of Famers Dan Marino and Kurt Warner as the only first or second year quarterbacks in league history with at least 4,000 yards passing and 40 touchdown passes in a single season. I don't, I, I forget what the season touchdown record is, but 55, 55 oh, within reach. I mean, he'd have to finish some kind of strong, but within reach. Can you imagine I mean, if he does that, you. I mean, you have to MVP him, don't you? If he if he managed to to tie or break that, I mean, come on. I mean, he's twelve away with three games to go. So it's, I mean, it's I mean, it's doable. doable. Yeah, it's it's doable. Yeah. But not only that, to the potential to pass five thousand yards as well. Oh yeah, on top of it. Oh yeah, he's at forty three hundred right now. Oh, he'll do that. Hmm. He'll get 5,000 yards and probably 50 touchdowns. So, I mean, that that alone will probably get you MVP and the fact that they're going to be a one seed most likely. Most likely. Relatively most safe li- bet. You know, air quotes, most likely. Um, Relatively safe bet. Pretty pretty good bet there. Yeah. I mean, Breeze, Breeze don't care. He wants to win another ring. I think Breeze cares, but I, I, to me, the Super Bowl and the team stuff are more important. But you know, being MVP would mean a lot to him. It would, and I think we're all wise enough to know that he probably should have won one already. But should've. at the end of the day, would you rather have two Super Bowl rings or one Super Bowl ring and the MVP? I'd rather have two Super Bowl rings. You know? Yeah. No, I hear you. I hear you. Well, well, they better get back on track, or he's not even going to get a shot at another Super Bowl ring. They'll they'll write the ship. They they get the Panthers twice. <laughs> they'll write the ship. They'll be okay. They'll be okay. I mean, uh, at this point, is it time to just rest, Cam? His um, shoulder doesn't look right. Now, 
He um They're still in the playoff race though, so they can't Yeah, tech- but so are the Redskins. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah, they're mathematically yeah. in it, but well, that, see, here's the thing. What happens happen. if, oh, yeah, we made the playoffs, but Cam's done for the rest of the year because we just pushed him too hard and the injury just is too much? I, well, it's, Hey, it, are you doubting Derek Anderson? Come on, man. Um, I'm sure he <laughs> I'm sure. I, I'm sure he Last has time a I checked, Derek Anderson was on the Bills. <laughs> oh, shoot. Who is this replacement? I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But maybe. Probably somebody that used to play with the San Diego Taylor Chargers. Heineke. Taylor Heineke. Who the hell is Taylor Heineke? I don't know. He'll the be a red. Bring, the kid they bring in for the Hail Marys because Cam can't get the ball to the end zone. Well, that guy might be a Redskin next week too. Don't don't even worry about him. <laughs> Third year QB out of Old Dominion. No. Old Dominion. I, Damn. How about that? Holy mm. balls, dude! I had no idea. I thought Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, who the hell cares? You said balls. There you go, McGuffin. Yeah, sorry for that stupidity. I, I like how that kind of uh, meshed well together. Who the hell cares? You said balls. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I bet Eric Anderson wishes he was still in Carolina at this point. Probably. Well, maybe. Uh, <laughs> you know, reality, look, football players are. They're they're kind of a different breed, and they got out and tough out a lot, and they really do. I mean, yes, and, they do. and a lot of pro athletes do. Man, they play through a lot of injuries and a lot of pain. And I I don't think Cam's coming out until they're eliminated. It, once they're mathematically eliminated, it's a different discussion. But as long as they can, they have a shot at it. He's not he's not coming out of there. Well, if the Vikings keep sucking the butt, then yeah, there's definitely going to be a shot for oh. at least those three teams that are six and seven. No, the Vikings are going to suck ass. They're going to find a way to. The, the Vikings are going to blow this thing. You know, um, enjoy that eighty-four million, Kirk. He will. He will. He earned it. He he put up with all all kinds of of BS while he was a Redskin. He earned that eighty-four mil. <laughs> um, hey, on you the know, bright and, side, and I'm sorry, but. The firing of DiFilippo was stupid because... He got scapegoated. Yeah, exactly. He did. The, yeah. de- he the defense just was not playing the way it should be, and the offensive line is just not blocking for Cousins. No. I mean, that's right there. You, That's not your offensive coordinator's fault. Well, yeah, but like their, some of their play calling, particularly on a, on a... I wish I had the article in front of me, but I could swear it was something like on third and five their tendency to call pass plays was like through the roof. Um, and it just, there were things that weren't right, but you know, cook hasn't I'm, been right all year. I'm not trying to hate on, I'm not trying to hate on Zim. I'm not. I know his daughter had some big blow up on uh or I shouldn't say big blow up. She had this big post talking about how stressful it is and how hard he works. And how you know, fans just get really ugly. And yes, they do. <laughs> they, they do. When you have to pay, you know, three or four hundred dollars. I mean, if you go to a game with your family and you spend a thousand bucks, yeah, <laughs> you're gonna get pretty Bruh. critical at times, dude. I'm just saying. Can you imagine all the wings and beer you can get at a beat up for a that lot. kind of money? Uh, look, I'm look. just saying, like with with the way HDTV is anymore, or oh. 4K and all that other stuff, and or you go to a friend's house or you go to the bar, it's. And we've talked about this many, many times. It's such more. It's such an 
more enjoyable at this point in time in our lives to be well, able to do something like that than to pay the you know 80 to 100 bucks or more times than not over that and then the parking pass and then the gas money to get up there and to get oh, back time, gas. i mean look the, the game day experiences can be a lot of fun uh if you go with a good group and, and i don't know that i'd go to another game unless i was going with a good group of people that i could tailgate hang out go to the game and party afterwards and then go home you know right. that part's fun but just to go up like well okay perhaps i'm a little bit jaded or cynical <laughs> or bitter as a as the, about thinking about yes going to, yes and yes 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 and yes thinking about going to Redskins games, you know I, I've been to a lot of them in my life and most of my experiences have been good. I've I've been to some unfortunately poor uh, game day experiences there, but it's a lot of money. I mean, it really is a lot of money. It's a lot of time, uh, and it's just yeah. I, I'd rather it's just way easier hang out with some friends at home or go to a local watering hole. And just watch the game there. It just really is, man. Uh, side note, <clears throat> as far as the Vikings and the Seahawks, dude, take the points, bro. <laughs> <laughs> In a game like that, take the points, man. Take yeah. the points. And uh, also, uh, dear refs, throw the flag. <laughs> that was most definitely a flag. But Bobby Wagner got away with one. He did. I mean, a hand on each of his teammates' backs, jumping over the pile. Even I mean, if, if that's not textbook leaping, I don't know what is. Even if he didn't really gain a leverage advantage from that, in effect, by all appearances, he used them for that. By the way, the rules were written. He should have been flagged for that. And they did throw a flag, and then they picked it up. It just seemed odd. But how on earth do the Vikings go? From being down 6-0, lining up for a field goal with 5.43 left. They get the field goal blocked. And, you know, the Seahawks, and what, the span of like 18 seconds score two touchdowns? See, what I don't I get mean, is, like we said earlier, moly, take the points. Dude. Fourth and goal, yeah, you're at the one, It's but it's only 6 nothing, And there's plenty of time left in the game. Take the points. Take Kick the, points, the damn ball. Take the points. Low scoring game. Take the points. And it, clearly they stopped him and got the ball back and got within field goal, you know, range again. So again, this could have, this game could have ended up so different. And yes, that granted the block kick probably was that clear momentum shift that just pretty much everything fell apart. But it's just the idea that you went, you squandered and wasted opportunities to to at they least did. keep it close, keep momentum on an even keel, or at least swing it your way a little bit to at least have a shot to get back into the game and me possibly even win it. Well, uh, you know, and I mean, the final score is not really a reasonably reflective of, of, of how tight most of the game was. And quite frankly, if they had flagged Wagner, as they should have, and that penalty had stuck, you know, the Vikings would have had a first down in great field position. I'm not saying they would have scored a touchdown. I'm not saying that, but... Certainly the opportunity would have been there. And to go up 7-6 in that kind of game, given Huge. with I mean, it would have been monstrous. It's not like Russell Wilson lit the world on fire. By the way, that, that, that weird pre-recorded halftime show, terrible. Why does ESPN keep doing that to us? Just stop. <laughs> that stuff's crap. That, that they, give w- us, they give us crap commentators. They give us crap halftime show. What the hell, man? It's oh. called the mute button, my <laughs> friends. 
I mean, I can somebody just air the puppy bowl during like? Can I just change the channels? Can I, I, I think I just need to go on the YouTube. lingerie the bowl. Lingerie. Hell yeah! I, yeah, I think I just need to you know uh, w when it's halftime on a you know these games these Monday night football games. I think I just need to go on YouTube and just it, what remember the Bud Bowl? Can we bring the Bud Bowl back? That was actually kind of fun. That would be badass. <laughs> that would be great, man. The craft beer bowl. Oh, the craft beer bowl. Yeah, no, that would be fantastic. Yeah. By the way, Russell Wilson nearly had more rushing yards than passing yards in this mm -hmm. game. That doesn't surprise me. He's been running for his life all year. Uh, yeah, it, statistically, not a pretty one. Seventy-two passing yards, sixty-one Rough. rushing yards. Hey, but, but you know, yeah, yeah. But his wife sure did have a hell of a halftime pre-recorded performance. Why do they act like that's a live halftime show? Check out this halftime show. Dude, it's pre-recorded, y'all. Come on, man. Stop. I've watched a couple of them, and I just feel myself... And, and this is so old, man, yells at clouds. I mean, it really is. <laughs> I'm just like... Get off my lawn. I'm just like, come on, man. This is the best you got? Well, I mean, what is this crap? Just stop. God. Get off my lawn! Remix. That would have been more enjoyable than than uh, was it Sierra? Yeah, whatever. Just hey, Justin, yeah. it's okay, man. Just just shake it off, bro. Bro, I I take Taylor Swift all day over that crap. Hell. Dude, as far as I'm concerned, you, you can bring, uh, here we go, you can bring John Denver back from the dead. Give me this as a halftime show. Yes, sir. Although, to be fair, most of the halftime shows that do show, it kind of is a kind of breast Virginia anyway. <laughs> titillating halftime show. <laughs> Heat on the titillator. Yeah. Scantily clad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess they're hoping. Yeah, people got to shake it off by the end of that. <sighs> I guess maybe they'll break free of this fat. I don't uh, know. <laughs> Clearly, the sports brew won't. No, we won't. <laughs> no, sh no shot. <laughs> <laughs> I dreamed a dream that the sports brew one day would break free of this fad. <laughs> oh, oh, god. <laughs> Yeah, they don't want to, all right. You know, I should really chop know, up a bunch of these songs and make a really weird, strange, like, you know, Let It Break Free remix. You know what I mean? That's, that's what I need to do. I need to go ahead and just edit them up and have the Bill O'Reilly Fuck It, I'm Doing It, doing it Live. <laughs> Turn back, you know what I mean? <laughs> Turn back, let it go, bang, bang, remix, and just call it a damn day. Oh. <clears throat> that's that's what I should probably do over uh, Christmas break. <laughs> yeah, you got to have time to be able to do that. No. So good, good luck with no. that, bro. Speaking no. of someone who let it go, Baker freaking Mayfield, dude. Bruh. Holy shit, that throw to Jarvis Landry. That was beautiful. It was beautiful. Amazing. Beautiful. 
on he a was all over it. Gutsy, bad throw, unadvisable throw. Don't do it. That you know that's one of those throws where the coach is like, no, don't, don't. Okay, all right, good, <laughs> all right, great job. <laughs> you know, wild stuff. Before we and we do need to reference a couple things with uh, the Browns. It's a it's a good call, but I did want to bring up a couple of numbers with Kirk Cousins because I know we have to wrap up and get out of here. Uh, Kirk Cousins, by the way, four and twenty four versus teams that are five hundred or above. Ooh. This season, Kirk Cousins with his league leading against Seattle, league leading fourth turnover for a touchdown. And do not forget that the Vikings dumped and crapped all over Case Keenum and ran that dude out of there and brought in Kirk Cousins with eighty four million dollar eighty four million dollars guaranteed, buddy. <laughs> And Keenum's not doing horrible in no, Denver. No, look, I'm not saying Keenum was the answer, but he wasn't the biggest problem that team had. No. He no. really wasn't. They they did him dirty. And I, Zim, man, you know, Zim was not kind to that guy. Zim was not kind to that guy. Kirk Cousins, by the way, is 0-7 in Monday Night Football games. I lived through plenty of those as, as the Redskins fan. But uh, his track record is terrible. Again, you know, the history is that he plays small in the biggest moments. And unfortunately, this season hasn't changed that thinking. Look, how much of that falls on, you know, DeFilippo or the offensive line or I, I don't know, man. Uh, and I like Kirk Cousins. You know, he's an interesting dude. I was rooting for him. I felt like the Redskins did him dirty. But at this point, clearly the Redskins kind of won <laughs> getting him out of there. Although at this point, I'd much rather have Kirk Cousins under center than Colt. Josh Johnson. Yeah, jo- Colt Sanchez. Oh, I had, a, I had a thing last year in my notes. It was, uh, I think I said, Ronovan McNabchez. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you uh, did. Yeah, is that, did it actually come up in the podcast? I can't remember if we discussed it. But, I think it was a week or two ago. But uh, yes, yeah, Ron, yeah. Because Rex Grossman, Donovan uh, McNabb, we had Ron Beckman, and I, and I just felt like you know the way this season is gone. Yeah, Donovan Mc, uh, or Ronovan McNabchez <laughs> is, yep. is just where we're at, and uh, I would much rather have Kirk Cousins under center than this dumpster fire that's going on. But you know. <laughs> Hey, Kaepernick says he's willing to play. Dude, you know, I had a lot of dialogue. Is he? Is he? Yeah, well, look, <laughs> I had a, had a multi-week dialogue with Jesse about Kaepernick, and I said, look, he belongs in a league. I, I totally believe he should be playing somewhere. I don't really see the fit in D.C. And once Alex, you know, once Alex Smith, and, and part of my argument was, like, I don't think they should do Alex Smith like that. But, look, if that's a career ender, how much does it really matter? You know what right. I mean? Um, and uh, I don't know, man. Look, at this point, at this point, you know, after weeks of me going, no, I don't see the fit. doesn't make a lot of sense. But you know what? I just dealt with <laughs> Alex Smith, broken leg, Colt McCoy, broken leg. Mark Sanchez needs to break a leg. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's not even nice. It's not even oh, nice. No. <laughs> And Josh Johnson, you know what? If if they want to sign Colin Kaepernick, I'd be like, hell yeah, let's roll, dude. Why not? Why not? You know, do it. I mean, the season's done. You're not going anywhere. But, dude, Josh Johnson said he learned his teammates' names by playing Madden. 
Wow. True story. True freaking story. That guy is learning his teammates' names by playing effing Madden. Are you kidding me? Unbelievable. That's You're a quarterback, that's, dude. Your job is to memorize. What the hell, man? Well, I mean... Uh, yeah. I get it. It's like, you know, hey, I just got signed. Hey, I'm already playing. Yeah. You're not going to say, hey, you, uh, uh, arr, number arr, 12 or arr, 10, whatever the hell your name is. Arr, arr. Yeah, great. So I get that, but still, it's just like, ugh. I don't know. You weren't man. following during the regular season? Dude. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe he was. He's not going to know everybody on the roster. Oh, know. You know. True. Dude, the Redskins are making me go tonight. It's Wayne, bro. <laughs> what? <laughs> wow. So you're a rocket scientist. That don't impress me. They don't got the disco from. I don't know. It was sitting there. <laughs> I'm gonna blame the alcohol on this one. First year Redskins fan, so alcohol is pretty much mandatory. Yeah, there you go. I mean, I'm a Niners fan, so alcohol is mandatory uh, yeah. for me too. So, I don't know for whatever reason that song popped into my head tonight, and uh, I'm not saying it was a good reference, but it's there. <laughs> it don't impress me much, but I don't hit uh, you know. That quarterback, that quarterback carousel is just, that's one from hell. That's just one from absolute hell. Ugh. Given the situation <laughs> with what's happened with this team and the quarterback carousel of doom that seems to be going on here, mm-hmm. does Gruden get another year or is it time to just send him on his way? Uh, I, I don't, you know, look, their opportunity to change from Gruden, it was really McVay. They didn't do it. Um, I don't know who they'd replace him with. I mean, you know, this is the reality is the organization sucks. Um, Bruce Allen's a fiasco. Dan Snyder is Dan freaking Snyder. You know, I just I don't know I don't know where you go. I, I just they need I mean, they, the- they need a new GM, and yeah. Gruden is probably going to get lame ducked next year. And I, I doubt we see Alex Smith again. So they're going to have the offseason to try offseason to try to figure it out. Maybe Geis is legit. Who knows? Um, but and the defense was okay. The defense was was solid. I mean, they weren't world beaters, but they were pretty good. And um, you know, they, they've got talent on the roster, but it, it's just dysfunctional. The the team is dysfunctional. The organization is dysfunctional. It's just a mess. I, I just don't see how it, they get out of this without without just blowing it up. And, um, you know, I'm not saying you, you as a fan you love to see that, but I would much rather see a young, scrappy team that has upside that they're really spending the time to work the roster and rebuild it. And it can be done if you if you get the right vision and the right leadership and the right execution, you can turn and burn a roster down and build it back up. It's very it's completely doable. But obviously, you you need to draft well, and you need a philosophy that you work with, and you need to build that and build towards that and build on that. And I just don't know that they have really any of that. Uh, and I don't know how much that's going to change. So, do they fire Gruden? Maybe. Maybe they do, but their problems are way deeper, way deeper than their head coach. 
way deeper, man. We could do it. We could turn that team. We could turn that team around. <laughs> You're a mean one. No. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> we could do it. The Grinch was pissed because he's a freaking Redskins fan. That's what I do. Was so damn grumpy. You're as charming as an eel, Mr. Lord. You're a bad banana with a greasy black peel. Yeah, thanks. That's another random. I don't know why I had that open, but for some reason I did. So I'm playing it. Oh, it's Dan Snyder. Yeah. True. I was gonna say. Oh, he's an asshole. He's not a Grinch. Although that true. Yeah, if you want want me to pull all kinds of references, um, look, <laughs> I shouldn't do this one to y'all. Oh, go for <laughs> it. Why not? Fuck it. Why not? <laughs> F it. We're going you know, deep. Look, look. <laughs> they, they should go ahead and try everything and just sign Kaepernick. I won't give up, no Why not? There you go. It's just Zootopia, Shakira. Yeah. I actually like that movie, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> That's another one I've seen with my kids a lot. Oh, they'll fail. Yeah. Anyway, yes, they need to try everything. They need to start again because damn right they have failed. They have. BSE, Soiler Alert, pinching off a loaf. I don't know. Throw it all at the wall. Every last chunk of it. It's just... Let them poop. Let me poop. Yeah. I mean, it's just... I don't know, man. You know, I, I think the worst... My worst time as a Redskins fan was um, the year that they were suing season ticket holders. You know what I mean? And they were go- showing up to protest in the stadium. And they were banning people in shirts and signs. And, you know, I, yeah. I just... I, and that's why I said earlier... And I hate... I really hate to say it. I really do. I hate to say it, but vote with your wallet, man. Don't go. Don't go. Don't go. Let him sell tickets on Craigslist for five bucks. Let him be on StubHub and FanZone and, and whatever. You know, ticket tender that thing. Swipe right, man. Get rid of it. Throw it away. Don't buy. Don't renew. Don't renew your season tickets. Don't buy. Don't go. Don't buy their beer. Don't buy their beer. They're expired, <laughs> Don't go. overpriced beer. Don't go. They can tarp up that whole fucking stadium, man. Fuck them. <laughs> you mean, know what? Let Dan Snyder use his own money, and then he'll <laughs> figure it out really quick. I, I just, you know, and, and look, I, that's harsh. That That's harsh for me. It is. But but it's true. You know, I, I grew up with that team, and you know, it's, really, it's really hard to see the state of the franchise as it is. It's one thing to lose, you know, and it's always tough when, when – you know, if you're a fan of a team and your team stinks, it's frustrating. But what's really extra bitter is when it seems like your organization, you know, the team and the organization are, are, are just incompetent and can't get out of their own damn way. And that's, you know, that's where it's really annoying. You know, it's like, you know, you think about the Browns, everything they've been through, right? And uh, it, like rando, rando crazy stat. Uh, and Randy, I know you brought up Baker Mayfield. Great, I love Baker Mayfield, dude. I'm I'm a fan of that guy. But <laughs> the Browns have won more games in one month since firing Hugh Jackson than they did in three years with mm. him as head coach. That's insane. That is bananas. 
But but you know that's an organization that I mean not like they have a, a an owner that everybody's chomping at the bit to have on their team either. But you know you can turn it over, but you got to draft. You got to draft well. You got to do it. Think about the changes that Indianapolis made, getting that GM out of there and, and kind of having a fresh start. You know what I mean? <clears throat> you have some talent. Oh, yeah. you, you don't know what it's going to be, but you have to have a vision. You have to execute. And quite frankly, if, if you don't have the right organizational fit or you don't have you know organizational competence or leadership competence or whatever it is, if you suck, and it's clear that you suck, right? Yeah. If it is clear that you suck and you can't get it done and you can't turn it around, get the hell out of there. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I don't know what they want. Do they want buddies? Does Snyder want some, you know, people just to kiss his ass? I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't know him personally. Maybe he's a really nice guy. I don't know. What I do know as a fan is just the fan experience of that franchise sucks. Sucks. Balls, oh, my dude. God. They're frustrating. And, and you know, it. It it just gets old. It gets old. Vote. Don't go. Don't go. You want to buy some merchandise here and there, man, knock yourself out. But don't go to the games. Don't go. Well, and I think one of the more frustrating <coughs> things is is there is a strong history for the team. There's they have a legacy. There is. They and, do. And They've now you it. see you get the eighties. Start of the '90s, and then after that, it's just like yeah. it's hit or miss. Yeah, the, the '90s was really the tail end of the '80s, and it's been a dumpster yeah. fire largely since. North Turner was a disaster. Richie Pettibone was a disaster. Jim Zorn was damn well a fucking disaster. Um, Steve Spurrier ran back Spurrier to college. Was terrible. Uh, well, you know, Dan Snyder screwed up when he fired Marty Schottenheimer after one season. They that's, did. That's they, they did Schottenheimer I dirty. I couldn't understand that. Because he's he was such a good coach. No, they, he started off zero and five, and then they went eight and three down the stretch to get to eight and eight. Zero and five to five and zero. Oh. Yeah, I mean, and that that's that's the one where I think Dan Schneider just he did, you know, a little premature firing there. That was a football coach, dude. That was a football coach that wasn't taking any guff from anybody. Marty Schottenheimer didn't have to take crap from anyone. Exactly, and, and that, uh, that that's the one where. They I think did. if Dan Snyder could go back and do it over again, keep Marty. Well, that, that's I, yeah. the one where I'm like, you you should have kept Marty because years later he had that San Diego team, and my God, dude! I mean, well, they didn't get it done, but they were they were good. They, they were, were good. stacked. They yeah. had a stacked roster. They were, but I, I don't know how much of that is a credit to, towards Marty or, or to, towards who they drafted, but. You know, Schottenheimer, there are certain guys that just instill a certain mentality in the team. And then if you can give them the pieces, they're going to be competitive and good. You know, yeah. and Schottenheimer, yeah, old school, hard ass. Sure he was. But, you know, football is a, you know, we can talk about the rules that favor the offense. Man, that that's great. But, look, cold weather, playoffs, dude, your defense has to show up. And, you know, always remember defense travels, man. Always remember your defense travels. Offense doesn't always. And if a game's going to be a slop fest and ugly, but you can lock people up on defense and you can, you know, schematically you're, you're sound and you don't blow your assignments doing stupid crap, you can be in a game. You can be in a game and give you give yourself a chance. But, yeah, no, they, they did Schottenheimer wrong. And, uh, you know, they brought Gibbs back. He brought some stability and respectability to that franchise. Totally. But... It's just a mess. It's a dumpster fire, dude. 
it has been for years. They need to get out of that stadium. They need to go back to D.C., in my opinion. Um, tear down RFK, rebuild on that site, and whatever you got to do. I'd be cool with that. They have to invigorate the fan base somehow. And if they can't do it with the product on the field, then they need to completely reshape and redefine and recreate the fan experience. They need to, you know, rebond with their fan base and their community. You know, part of that is winning football games and building, you know, a, a team that people can believe in and want to like. Um, but I know Josh Norman complained about people not showing up. The team stinks, dude. Yeah. The team stinks. And they're not that likable. They're not that like they're, they're just not. <laughs> I don't know that they're that hateable either. It's just it's a big bag of you know apathy. That's a terrible crapathy, really. <laughs> um, I I don't know, man. I, I hate to get stuck on bitching about the Redskins because I, I I try to avoid the fan side of of venting about them, and I, I try to avoid that mostly on the podcast. You know. But it's just that this is definitely a year. And look, any any team, if you lose your starting quarterback, you're up against it. You I'm can't, right there with you. you. You can't replace Tom Brady. You can't replace Aaron Rodgers. You know, you can't replace Patrick Mahomes. No. You know, maybe maybe you have solid play out of a backup, and you know, maybe. You know, every once in a while, somebody's going to, you know, take the reins and roll. I mean, that you know, that's how Brady ended up going anyway with, the, you know, Drew Bledsoe getting hurt. So it does mm-hmm. happen. It does happen. But more likely than not, you lose your starter, you're done. Season's over, bud. Maybe you win a couple of games. Maybe. But even if you make the playoffs, you know, that backup guy's going to get exposed quick. So you, you knew it was going to be circling the drain, but it's it's ugly. I would say if the team quits, if the team if the team fully quits on Gruden, then he's probably got to go. But I, I just don't I just don't know. I I don't know what happens to them if if you flush him out of there. You know, and he, and he dealt with a lot of BS. He dealt with all their crap with RG three. Kept him well. Kept him inactive all year, <laughs> but mm-hmm. you know he he's he's dealt with all that. And there are times I don't like his in-game adjustments a ton. I think he's you know he's okay. I, I don't have anything personally against Gruden. I think he's done a decent job. I think he's a a solid mm-hmm. coach. I don't know if he's monstrous difference maker, but you know it's hard to tell with the Redskins because the the organization is such a, a a cluster f. You know what I mean? It's hard. It's hard to really know. Um, I feel bad for AP. I don't know how many years that guy has, but from a football sense, I feel bad for him. Looked like they, you know, ended up you know, re-signing and was going to be in a good spot, and then it's just gone downhill like hell. So, all right, let's let's get on to something else other than the, the damn Redskins. You know, freaking. I think we need to wrap up, dude. Yeah, we do. You're right, Mason. Mason Foster, by the way, deactivated his, his Twitter account, but not. Not before having a conversation with somebody. And this person shouldn't have taken this conversation and made it public. They're an a-hole for doing that. But, you know, Mason Foster, you think fans are frustrated? Players are frustrated, too. You know, he's having this conversation with somebody talking about, you know, keep your head up and, you know, we definitely have to get better, blah, blah, never be satisfied. And Mason Foster said, F this team and this fan base. Now, granted, he had a little laughing emojis and all that, but, 
you know, I mean, players are frustrated too, man. I, I just don't know what you do. Other than blow it up. Better have a plan, man. And I sure as I don't think Bruce Allen's got it. No. I don't. You know, get him away from football in the cap. Let him work on the stadium, man. He's, he's a politician anyway. Let him work on the stadium deal. Get somebody else to deal with the, you know, the running the, the operations, the talent evaluation, drafting, free agent signing the cap, man. Get, get it away from Bruce Allen, dude. Get it away. Just get it away. All right, well, that's not where I thought the end of this was going to go. Thanks, <laughs> y'all. That's all right. Well, uh, speaking of uh, teams that definitely have made some interesting changes, you know what? You Maybe you should have started Josh Allen this week, this past week, because uh, that dude is – he's definitely starting to get a lot better for Buffalo. I mean, another 100-yard uh, rushing performance out, little, of his, out of him. Yeah, he's a little turnover prone. Uh, I like him. He, I think he's an interesting watch, but he's in that boat with Lamar Jackson. Some upside, you can see some potential, but they, they turn the ball over too much. That's what's going to get their, their teams into trouble. But they certainly have some capabilities that can, yeah, that they can threaten some people. And Josh Allen's interesting. From a fantasy standpoint, productive, but they did lose to the Jets. <laughs> yeah. They did lose well, to the Jets. On the, on the flip side, that throw by Sam Darnold to Robbie Anderson, the fact that he covered like almost 50 yards before he finally got rid of the ball, that was yeah. impressive. Yeah, I, you know, and again, you're one for these guys, you know, Rosen and Darnold and um, Allen. I mean, you know, you got to take your lumps. We'll see what they're like in year two. I think it's going to be much more indicative. Uh, but Allen's an interesting watch. Some amazing plays. And, and this is true, for, again, also true for Lamar Jackson. Some amazing plays and then some other plays you're like, whoa, really, dude? Come on now. But they, they just they have to deal with the turnovers, man. Some ugly yeah, picks and they, some they bad need some fumbles, more pieces dude. around him. They and, do. I, and of course they do. Another year. Of course they do. So I, I think he'll be better. Same with Darnold. Yeah. I think Darnold seems to have uh, has I would say it. I mean, it's not it's not like he's Baker Mayfield making these absolutely amazing throws, and but we've seen Mayfield with his own share of troubles. But you know, Allen, Darnold, even Rosen a little bit, I think. They'll be fine in the long run. I think they just need a couple more years. Well, all of them can't be. Some of them got to flame out and bust out. The numbers just tell you it's going to happen. Like Lamar Jackson probably will. Cause yeah, well. Because he is so damn inaccurate, it's ridiculous. Inaccuracy is going it, it, to it's, it's do you in. In the NFL, it's going gonna, it's gonna to catch up to you and do you in. you got to be able to hit the spots. You just do. And yes, Shannon, that's what she said. Um, <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> that's... <laughs> exactly what I was about to What's say. What's a mustache ride? Two chips at the same time. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That's not your mother. It's a man, baby. What? Well, oh, freaking God. Yikes. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> man. But, uh, yeah. Uh, no, Allen's intriguing. Lamar Jackson's intriguing. Uh, Josh Allen is intriguing. Baker Mayfield, I believe in. Flat out. Um, Rosen, I, I can see some upside, but, but you know the, the Cardinals aren't good. Uh, he they, needs a better system, of course, to, he and he needs a l- little more does. talent around him. I mean, he's got Johnson and Fitz, but Fitz isn't only going to be there for what, maybe what, two more years I, tops. I doubt. I doubt he plays another. Maybe two years. one at least. Know, maybe it depends maybe. on what. That really depends on what on what Fitzgerald wants to do. I think he can play another two or three years. The question is, does he want to? You know, and the team is so poor. 
Uh, it's just that's a hard sell. It's a lot of work, man. You know, a lot of these players when they get older, it yeah, they can still show up on game day. It's all the other stuff that goes on to it that just wears them down. You know what I mean? It's all the practices. It's it's taking care of their bodies, the preseason stuff. If they could just show up and play. It's different, but they have all the other stuff. It just wears them yeah. down, man. And I mean, I give frankly, him props for staying in Arizona his entire career, but yeah. the dude needs—he doesn't. I say he needs one more Super Bowl run if he's going to play another oh. year. Well, sure, that'd be great. It's not happening in Arizona, dude. No. Yeah, so yeah, unless they're going to unless they're going to do a team friendly trade and and just you know send him somewhere that he wants to go, I don't even know if he'd do that. He just seems like he's you know that's that's the team that drafted me. That's the team I'm staying with. There you go. So, but I'd love to see Fitzgerald get another crack at a ring, but definitely. I don't think that's in the dun, 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 dun. you ready for it? I don't think that's in the cards. <laughs> anyway. That's we all cool. see what you did there. Yep. Uh all right, gentlemen. Well let's get the hell out of here. I didn't you know, we didn't get to some of the stupid stuff, but maybe that's okay. I did see this and I from Channing Sharp, this is sort of counts as a stupid thing, maybe. I don't know if this was actually accurate. Matthew threw it in the oh Woodfield threw it in the sports chat. Uh, from Shannon Sharp with Undisputed on uh, FS1. Kirk Cousins is the girlfriend you like, but you never give her the key to the house. I laughed at that one. <laughs> That's so dumb. But I did laugh. Although nothing, I, I don't know, the the nuns robbing uh, to go gambling was pretty funny. But perhaps, I mean, did you guys run into them, Randy, when you were in Vegas? <laughs> um, did you guys I... party with the nuns? That's none your business, nuns, McGuffin. But... <laughs> That's none your business. <laughs> they, they, they may have had their gear stowed somewhere, so you never know. Maybe. But I... It's, I guess what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, right? Yeah, That's pretty much the general rule. That also explains God. this headline. Julia Roberts finds life and her holes get better with age. <laughs> I don't spelling matters. I don't know how that slips through. That's a, maybe, uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. maybe that's also what she said. Maybe. <laughs> do it now. Stop being such a pussy. Yes. Just I saying. All I could do to not die laughing at work when I saw that. How on earth her holes get better with age, buddy? <laughs> Just saying. Fine wine, I guess. I don't know. It just gets better with age. Yeah. Uh, Perhaps even her roles, Mister Newspaper Editor. Bro, I mean that's like an all timer. How on earth did that make that through? I, How on earth? I, you know, maybe it was his last day and he just didn't care. <laughs> Damn it! If I'm going out, I'm going on a blaze of glory. Hey, Jerry Jones, he wants some glory hole right there, baby. <laughs> Waiting for Winamp. <laughs> Damn it, Winamp. I know. You like that? You like that? You like that? I want me some glory hole. 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 Get off my lawn! Get off my lawn! Damn right. <laughs> Easy there, Jerry. Jesus. Good gracious. All right. Let's do it. Let's get out of here. Not the direction I thought this would go at the end, but that's all right. So be it. You know what? Always take the over and always expect the unexpected here on the Sports Brew. Sometimes you get what you pay for, which this podcast is free, so don't bitch. (laughs) (laughs) And take a drink. (laughs) Take a drink on that note. Secondary salute o'clock. Take a drink. Mm. All right, gentlemen. 
Uh, go get some rest. Enjoy the weekend. And uh, I'm certainly going to have fun with the game tomorrow night with the Chargers and the Chiefs. This podcast will probably be up after that. So be it. That's okay. Uh, but from all of us, all of you, enjoy your weekend. Good luck in your fantasy matchups if you're still alive. May uh, Derek Henry ever be in your favor. <laughs> <laughs> Not happening, fellas. <laughs> and he never scored again. <laughs> and that was the last we ever saw of Derek Henry. <laughs> that Patriot dude, Jonas Gray. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. How about Brandon Bolden scoring touchdowns for the first time since he was like a New England Patriot? I mean, it's just, some of the stuff is just amazing. Some of the stuff is just amazing that happens in the league. Absolutely bananas. Two Ab- rushes, two touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah. That's just absolutely bananas, dude. All righty, gentlemen. I don't think there's anything that we missed that's that critical, so... All right, enjoy your evenings. Go get some rest, fellas, and we'll catch you next week. Catch you on the flip side. Thanks, as always, from all of us, all of you. We're the Sports Street. You can find us on our home uh, home feed on Podbean. Uh, obviously, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, LiveSportsCaster.com, a myriad of other things. Keywords are sports and brew. Enjoy it. Pop the tops on a couple of cold ones. Have a couple of laughs on us, man. We'll catch you next week. Enjoy. And good night now. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> no! I thought we were over this. Damn it! Oh, oh, oh! Side note: I did order some of these toys for uh, Chloe for her birthday. Uh, Snowstorm fun, Shannon. This one's for you. So uh, we're outside sledding, 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 having a great time. I have, I have a great yard. I have this kind of an incline, so we always have a great little sled run. And uh, Logan came up to me when we were outside, and he, he said, Daddy, I want to pee outside. And I said, okay, we can do Well, I was like, we can do that. But, you know, you got a lot of stuff on. you got a lot of layers. So we should do that when we're ready to go back in and we take all your snow gear off. That way you can come back outside and it'll be easy to pee in the snow. But he really wanted to pee in the snow. Really wanted He was determined to pee in the snow. And so, you know, did our sled and did sled run, blah, 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 blah. I don't know, it's like 2 o'clock, and it's the middle of the damn day. And we go back in, and he's ready. He's like, I need to pee. Let's go. I want to go pee. I want to go outside and pee in the snow. I'm like, all right, come on, man. So, for real, we go out, middle of the damn day. He's in his onesie and his snow boots, because everything, <laughs> everything else is all of them. And he is, he is absolutely tickled and delighted to pee in the snow. He thought it was the best thing Ever. That's freaking awesome, dude. Uh huh. And then he looked at me like, "What? You're not going to pee too?" In my head, I'm thinking, "It's damn daylight. It's too. It's one thing to water the trees at night. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? It, it really is." And so I wasn't going to do it. And then you know, I got I got peer pressure from my son to pee during the day outside. And so. You know, everybody's doing it, Dad. Yeah, everybody's doing it. So I ended up. Yeah, that, damn right. I did my dadly duty, and I peed. Damn right I did. And I also gave him the sage advice, son, don't eat the yellow snow. (laughs) (laughs) That's some sound advice right there. That's right. Good call. And hopefully hopefully he remembers that lesson. (laughs) (laughs) I get knocked down.
Good night, fellas. We'll catch you next week. Go get some rest. Peace out. Good night, bro. Peace.